Just because we do not have symptoms doesn't mean we're not already carrying. Keep your distance, six feet. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? A meat potatoes kind of thing. Dragon, forget what's his name. What was it? Embershard. Embershard, yes. Embershard, we tasked us to follow the commands of his underlings, and he did not seem to know what that task was, but we know it to be finding his replacement dragon egg. In order to be able to do it, we were granted the powers of the law and he can wield those powers to make anyone bow down to the authority of the dragon we went to the local water hole and uh, had a few drinks piled them down except old Raylan couldn't handle it so uh <laughs> we put a bib on him because <laughs> you wouldn't put a bib on me I'm no child I'm a man and uh we got another quest. Uh, these uh, gems have nothing in them, but we could put something in them if we wanted to. And we have to take them to uh, some some person. Can't remember the name at the top of my head. And that's in uh, was that blind? Was that Blinderspine or Blinder? Blingdenstone. Bling. Blingdenstone. Yes. Yeah. Old Blingdenstone. We have to go there. I don't know why we have to go there. We just. We just do what, what happens, so we do. And then uh, we went, and uh, Grimsby, he also got drunk. It was a merry time, and uh, we went and spoke with the stone giants. We didn't, I didn't do any speaking. It was between those two. And uh, we got uh, Big Crystal, and we had another quest, which was to, uh, um, was it, investigate... Uh, Sickness or uh, disturbances under the city stone speaker. That's, that's what it is. And uh, then we went back to town and uh, got ready to get ourselves up and at him the next day. Yep. And uh, your guys were waking up when we had stopped, and uh, Grimsby and Raylan both have a case of grackle lung. They failed their con rules when they woke up, and so they're hungover, and they have grackle lung, and they have a point of exhaustion, and that's where you guys are at. Was at the uh, the foreigners inn, and if you want to call it, it's like a hole in the ground. But uh, yeah, so you guys are waking up. What do you want to do? You're basically in the driver's seat now. Sherwin would have uh, checked his uh, recorded quarter box, make sure the message is still good. Yeah, you uh, actually, when you check it this time, I think probably for the first time since you got in the city, <clears throat> it's still coming very clear, but uh, it sounds like it sounds like the voice is being played twice on the recorder, and it, one is slightly delayed compared to the other, so there's like this doubling sound. Hmm. But it still comes in clear. That. And he also uh, writes in his journal um, and notes about that, and then uh, some things that he saw in a dream starts recording them down and then after he's finished recording he's ready to to go all right what's everyone else doing Raylan's sitting at the edge of his bed struggling to breathe 
He seems to be very, very bothered by the fact that he can't fill his lungs to full capacity. And Grimsby's probably feeling the same way. <laughs> Grimsby's debating about where best to get a shower after his shit incident. Would I be able to make something for them with my herbalism kit and proficiency? Uh, is if it's something that can remove disease. I have to look that up. What can I make? Yeah. Otherwise, they just kind of have to either get out of the city, <laughs> get some fresh air, or they need to maybe spend their inspiration on their next con save. <laughs> so when it says it gives you disadvantage on ability checks, what does that mean? Like every ability check? Every ability check. Any check that relies on an ability score. That includes saves as well. Okay, so just a clarification, it does not apply to attack rolls or saving throws. So just um, skill checks and ability checks. So basically things that you you want to instigate. Yeah. Like besides attack rolls. Okay. Can you guys hear me? <clears throat> now we can first, hear you now. I've heard you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my fucking mic was unplugged. Um, are we like sharing a room or are we individual rooms? Uh, we're all like sharing the, a bed. There, there's these little paths in the map. I didn't have a, a special map for it, but there's like little individual coves like uh, ho hollowed out throughout this cavern that you would sleep in. This is just like the all common right, cool. area that you're in right now. Okay. Uh, well, Donnie will get out of his little cavern thing and I guess just stay there, take some meat out and start eating it. And Raylan is gonna flag down Jim Jar as he's walking by. Okay, you can you can grab him. What's up, Chief? I can't breathe. Oh, got a case of the grackle lung, huh? Yeah. What is it? It's what's all that soot they put out from the forges. Gets caught in your lungs. Ah, uh, what can be done about it? Ah, uh, well, you got like a potion or some sort of spell, maybe you can get rid of it. Otherwise, you just kind of need to to sleep it off. And uh, Raylan maybe for the first time considers that a spell could be used for such a thing. Or that maybe, he yeah. could choose to use magic for that reason. <laughs> right. Well, I can heal you boys up, but um, maybe we should wait and see if we really need it. And then Raylan like, has a thought and digs around for those. Um... Did we mark down those spellstone things somewhere? You, I don't think anybody counted them or anything, but you just took like a big sack of them. Oh, he gave us, he gave them all of us? No, he, he gave, gave you like a bag of, yeah, I think he gave them to Raylan. I mean, you were talking to him at the table. So we so just like a ton of them or what? Um, if you were to look at it, there was probably about seven of them in there. They're pretty okay. large. I mean, they're like, I don't know, seven or eight inch diameter stones. Did he tell us how to use them? Or do no, we know? No, he did not. But Jim Jam um, will tell us how to use them You probably. could uh, attune with it. <laughs> They are magical in nature. Yeah, and Jim Jam is familiar with them. And yeah, he would tell you the same thing. If you spend a couple hours or so dealing, handling them and whatnot, you could uh, figure out how to operate them. Maybe we could put all of our healing magics into these. He's possible. And he kind of waves it's them around. not a bad idea. Um, and for some reason, uh, as you're talking about this... And Raylan, Raylan hands them to Boyd so that Raylan doesn't have to manage them anymore. <laughs> gonna weigh me down man gonna weigh me down if it's uh elixirs i might be able to service i can cast less restoration on y'all that'll do it but it cost me a spell slot <laughs> second level <laughs> <laughs> if we get in a fight later i'm gonna need my flame blade <laughs> 
and Raylan just kind of hacks and does that thing where you try to breathe deeper than the thing that's blocking your lungs and he just can't do it. Alright, alright. He's like, uh, maybe we can find someone in the city we can pay. We need you ready for combat. So, if I was too wanting to try to cure the the grackle lung, mm -hmm. what, I guess, because I'm pretty proficient at making stuff like this, like elixir stuff, Mm -hmm. So I guess, uh, but of course I don't have anything that says specifically like Grackalong or curing a status effect. But I'm trying to think of like in a non, I guess in a, what do I say, in a, in a logical sense, what would be needed? Like just have to go to find the materials and then maybe like do a skill check. Right. And okay. um, you like just a crafting item, like if you're trying to make a potion, which I don't. I'm not hundred percent sure like what the art, what your abilities allow you to do in terms of like potions and whatnot. Is that something you can I do? I get I get like double what is it? I, I do like double my proficiency for for I guess intelligence checks involved making chemicals and stuff. Okay. I mean I feel like it's so common out here that we can definitely find someone that can cure it. But you know, of course I don't have like a, a recipe. So it, it, I don't know if it would be enough for me to just be like, hey, let me just try and do it or without something to kind of guide it or not hmm. um if you like look on like the magical items section of D, D beyond for example and like look at the potions um let's see anything that would cure disease if you have like the ability to replicate that you could do it i'm trying to make a potion which i'm trying to find one now but and as boyd mentioned something about uh it's probably pretty common down here. Jim Jam will tell you that most of the Drugar are immune to it, um, so they don't really care. Uh, so it would be like an affliction that only non-Drugar are getting in the city. The Darrow might be immune to it also. Okay. <clears throat> so, do we have Or that we could find list? a merchant also. Um, there was the big bazaar. You could probably might be able to find a merchant selling the uh, potion. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But uh, I could also try to tough it out like a big tough guy. That would be the Goliath way. You're right. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> uh, okay, so Raylan suggests, why don't we go back to the market? We can uh, look out for this Darrow, try to get some more information about the Gregos organization, maybe ask around about the other things too. No more Grey Goose for me, man. Cut enough. <laughs> okay. Thank God he's, <laughs> so, like, finished his belly. He's gonna look for, like, Venture out looking for the other party members. Alright, you see everyone gathered in the, the central common area with a bunch of other deep gnomes and a couple Darrow, Quagos, all scattered about with all the all NPCs right, keep, as well. Keeping as much distance between non-known people and himself who's gonna like go up to the party i guess raylan so like uh all right so what's the plan for today and uh raylan just looks around see if anybody has a plan other than the one he proposed All what does darendale speak and darendale speaks uh under common and or no he speaks elven my bet elven good all right i'm gonna talk to him is any your people over here well, well, yes, it is. Well, I don't know if they're my people, but recently I've been told they are. 
What? What do you mean recently you've been told they are? I don't know how many times I must tell you this, Boyd, but I, this, this, my appearance is a, a curse. I am actually an elf. Hence my... But do they understand you if you talk to them? Perhaps. W what is it that you wish? Maybe you can, maybe you should go, go, go live with them, be a prince of them. Uh, are you, are you trying to get rid of me? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Where is this coming from all of a sudden, Boyd? I thought we were friends. I don't mean nothing, but I just thought you have a want you to have a happy life. Well, you see how many people around us be dying? I've I've been I've been trying to tell you I'm want to get to the surface. I need to get back to my kingdom. Alright, alright, forget I said anything. <laughs> I shall. <laughs> Boy, you're trying to like cut dead weight. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like we don't need this doofus anymore. Is this happening in the group of people? Yeah, like out in the common area. But they're right. speaking Elven, right? Yeah, they're yeah. speaking Elven. Would um, Donnie be able to read the body posture? Uh, you could He's see that maybe a Darren Dill was upset or offended by something. Alright, then I'm gonna go up and stand next to Boyd, looking somewhat menacing. Not like trying to intimidate. <laughs> so you come out with your mouth agape, I guess. Darendale just stands there and speaks to boys some more. It's like, I I'm sorry, did I did I do something to offend the, the party? If uh you need me to do something to you know, I'll close put my, in my mouth. Share, I will I just want everybody to be happy. I I, I am happy. <laughs> I am content to follow you to the surface. No move have from me. Donnie. <laughs> if you'll have me. Alright, well I guess you'll head up to the surface with us then. Alright. And you can see him kind of like put his head down and, and look a little depressed as he was just <laughs> just out of nowhere just trying to someone trying to abandon him. But yeah. Hey Donnie, what the fuck is this 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 hyena following you still? What? <laughs> just going around the room interrogating everybody. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? I forgot about that. This this yeah. hyena guy worshiping you. Um. So I guess Donnie turns around to realize that this guy has been following him around all day. Is a bit taken off, taken aback by his presence. And then Gesh will just stand immediately beside Donnie as he's facing Boyd, as if they're a team. Has Nash just been like following Donnie around like the whole time, right? Yeah, he usually just kind of shadows you through everything. Alright, I noted. <laughs> and also by Donnie, he has realized this dude's following him around apparently. Uh, yep, that's the potion, Josh. This is the one you'd be looking for. Yep. Very rare. Very rare. <laughs> I couldn't find a price on it, so I couldn't figure out or ingredients. Um, I'll check. I'll look into it as we're. But like a potion or a scroll of lesser restore would do it too, right? It's uh yep. yeah. <clears throat> um. So the the price is gonna be like if you look at the crafting price for it, I think it changes based on rarity. Um. So, but I'll look it up. I'll look it up as we're playing. All right. So Railing gets his. His gear is pretty much always ready to just put on and go, so he gets his shit together and he's ready to go to the market. All right. And now, Sarah, what the hell do you want? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you you mopey motherfucker. <laughs> just get me in stools and never like, love, yeah, never like groves where they're going. Let's see. So and how about Doofus? Going... Where's Doofus going? Doofus. Which one's Doofus? The topsy turvy motherfucking mute. He and Jim Jam are going to Blingdenstone. Oh, okay, they're going together. 
How does we know he's going to Blingdenstone? He doesn't talk, right? I thought well, the one they... that talk doesn't talk died. They died, but they told you this uh, maybe when you were just getting ready to break out of uh, the Dokken Vale. Wait, so the alive one is the one that doesn't talk? Yeah. The alive one is the one that doesn't talk. <laughs> Guess that's why we haven't heard from him in a while. Fucking dead weight. What's with this, like, what's going on with Boyd? <laughs> this yeah, does not I don't seem know. very Boyd like. Um, Alright, so is everyone going to compartmentalizing? Just trying to clean house. Are you running out of uh, rations or something? <laughs> That's the problem. They uh, are yeah. the rations. So I yeah, had no answer for Boyd though about like why this dude's following him around. He does not answer Boyd. He's just like super surprised to see this guy now. I feel like he's been following him for four sessions. Yeah, and Donnie right. was unaware of it. <laughs> well, you guys talked. You shared food with him, like, twice. Was John aware of no, it? No, I, I remember that part. <laughs> nope. Neither of us were. I remember sharing the food, and then, like, Donnie and I just forgot he fucking existed. But apparently he was telling us. Yeah, we did go, I think, a session without seeing his little token, so... Yeah, I don't know if that would have helped. But anyway, right. back, to the, back to the action, right? Alright, you can go to the Blade Bazaar. It's fine. Your tokens are in a previous place, so let me get rid of some stuff that's no longer there. But yeah. Um, yeah, so for free, what do you want? What are you looking for? Uh, which quest do we decide to go on? Well, in the market, we could try to find out about Droki, the Darrow, who works um, with the Grey Ghosts, who we think stole the egg. Maybe we can ask about the coins, too. Exactly. That was good. Good thinking. Good thinking. Good thinking. I missed it, but shouldn't we look for a doctor or something? We could find that in the market too. Yeah. Don't you know? All you need is to drink some disinfectants, and I don't know. I've seen (laughs) some pretty interesting things with UV light. Just get some sunlight up in you. We are in the underdark. (laughs) I just find it really interesting. I think with mirrors, you could, you know. Like legend. Yeah, I, think, I think they said they're looking into that, right? They're looking into that. Yeah, if you just like take a mirror pill, <laughs> or like cram. It I don't know. Butt. I'm not a doctor, but you know, it just seems really interesting. They tell me I have a natural ability with this, though. Anyway, so, what are you looking for? <laughs> exactly. So I guess we would be hunting, keeping our eyes peeled for Darrow, with silly hats and weird boots. And also someone selling potions or scrolls. Yeah. And the doctor. As they get into the bazaar, Sherwin says, Badges out, boys! Let them know who we are! <laughs> uh, so is there anyone in particular that you're designating to uh, look out for Droki? Some people, I think, have better uh, perception than others. Yeah, I think I would be the one looking out for him then. Grimsby's got a headache and he bites back his retort to tell Sherman to shut the fuck up. How's his asshole feel? His asshole is messy. Sore. <laughs> Sore? <laughs> the poop. Oh, that's right. Yeah, didn't I, take, didn't I take like a giant shit? Or did I become giant? That's true. Am I 13 feet tall right now? No, that, that would have worn off already. I think that was only for like two minutes or an hour or something like that. So. Okay. Either way, Grimsby is not very happy. Okay, so first let's uh, go ahead and get a perception roll from uh, uh, Boyd. 
Oh, you're not taking the passive? <laughs> mm -hmm. mm, well, you're active, actively looking. Could we... Are the NPCs following us? Uh, do you want them to be? Mm, maybe the useful ones. Yeah, Sarif. <laughs> yeah, just uh, boss them around like you would as you need them. I guess we would tell Sarif to help keep a lookout. And okay. uh, and uh, Stool for speaking purposes. So Sarath and Stool will be with you, and the rest of them are gonna just gonna keep him at the uh, at the end. Maybe Jim Jar because he can speak yeah. the language. All right. So <laughs> Prince Darindel, Gesh, and uh, Turvy will stay at the end then. Donnie, you want you want Gesh to follow you? Uh, he's just gonna like give Gesh a super long stare and then say yes, <laughs> and then like turn his back on Gesh, like waiting for an attack. But no, nothing comes. It'll just like slowly come. And also, he's gonna take Sherwin's advice and be very prominent about his bag. <laughs> cops, the cops is coming. Yep. All right. It's us. <laughs> so, Sherwin's theme song: "Bad Boys, Bad Boys." I was thinking of yeah, a, uh, you guys a sound. Bow, bow, bow. Constantly. Oh, oh. Hey, Boyd, I'm going to give you per, uh, advantage on your uh, perception check just because uh, you have designated Sarah to assist. So you can give me another one if you want. And then depending um, on what what are you guys looking for in particular? Are you looking for potions or something, you said? Yeah. Potions or potion, Or potion ingredients or scrolls. Or like a guy that's treating people. Okay. Um, give me... Or a lady. Guy. It doesn't have to be a guy. Give me a charisma. Charisma, give me, I'll give you a, let's see, might be kind of hard to find, so, uh, say persuasion or investigation as you try to find somebody that's selling us. Oh yeah, investigation, you speak in my language. Mm. Nice. So I guess it's the four. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, for that. Wow. Where's, um, <laughs> as you're trying to talk to people and get some information, you're just like hacking all over them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, let's see. Yeah, Sherwin, um, you're 15. You're able to notice that that drow that Donnie had sold some uh, animal, some monster parts to, he's got a couple vials that looks like hidden underneath one of his tables that you could uh, ask him about. Ooh, I see you have uh, potions, my man. What, what do you have? And uh, you can see, like, when you ask him about it he kind of slides the door to the drawer a little bit closed and he says uh ah sorry this is my uh, private supply i not not for sale flash your badge there sherwin yeah <laughs> he kind of like leans in and opens up the duster a little bit just to kind of let it gleam out like hmm i wonder if you have a permit for this kiosk you have here <laughs> i'm sorry a permit well, of course. What? Do you think the dragon is so kind to let anyone just put up shop wherever they want? He folds his arms and he kind of uh, has a very uh, disturbed and um, irritated face. And he says, uh, I have been working in this market for almost 20 years. This is the first time I heard about the permit. What, did, uh, what exactly are you implying? And then maybe give me... Deception or intimidation, however you want to roll with this. 
stand behind Sherwin while he does this, so I'm going to assist whatever he does. Can you give me a little bit more about what you're assisting, how you're assisting other than <laughs> standing there? <laughs> well, so I'm, so Grim, Grimsby is walking in hungover. He's got a headache. He looks really angry, and he's just staring at this shopkeeper that Sherwin is trying to strong arm. So I assume I'm going to, I'm going to, well, I don't know. Sherwin, what are you going to do? See how I can help. Uh, you know, Sherwin's just, uh, He's like, oh, so you admit you've been doing this for over 20 years and not paid any type of taxes towards the dragon. Taxes? Taxes? What is this? And he kind of, like, throws his arms up. He's like, I am, I have contributing to the the economy of this city time and time again by selling and buying goods that uh, most people would throw away. And you come talking to me about taxes. Here's what I see. I see you enjoying the fires from his majesty every day. What does he get from you? Nothing. So go ahead. I need a roll of some kind. I need uh, intimidation <laughs> or deception. Or... <laughs> Let's go with uh, deception. Yes. And uh, he. Uh, <laughs> That's a negative one too. <laughs> he like looks around. He looks like you can tell he's like looking. You feel like he's looking for other Jurgar guards or uh, even the invisible ones. And he kind of, you know, rolls his tongue over his uh, his teeth, and uh, he says, "Fine, gnome. What is it that you want? Well, I cannot have you, you know, disturbing my business." Let's just say maybe I didn't come across this uh, stall today. If you were to happen to have something that my friends could use, something for the old Gracolung is what I hear. I see. Okay. And this is all you wish. Very well. I will. Uh, Come back in an hour. I will concoct something for you. How is this? Hmm? Very good. But an hour it takes too so long. Why are you so slow? You've been doing this for over 20 years. <laughs> so Grimsby, yeah, you're not... You think he, he's going to get it done for you in an hour. You don't suspect anything with that seven. Um, How many are you going to make in an hour? I make potions myself. I know it takes much less time than an hour to make something as simple as this. Well, I'm not just only doing this. I have other things to do, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, you're, you're coming on me all of a sudden. I don't even know if I have supplies to, to make this. I need to check. If I don't have supplies, I have to go purchase them. This is a not-so-easy thing. Well, you see, Get I supply. am not the only one that... <laughs> I am not the only one here that's working for His Majesty the Dragon. I think he would find that the health and well-being of his highest agents should be the top priority of the citizens of this city. Don't you forget, shouts, we are the law. <laughs> as he coughs through a sentence. Sherwin just knocks over a barrel as he says that. <laughs> Give me a strength check real quick. There's a lot of stuff in that barrel. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Can I assist or am I doing too much? <laughs> Uh, will that be like athletics? Sure, I'll give you athletics if you have it. Uh, Donnie's gonna like go over and explodes. So you knock over this barrel full of like different like monster parts, including like the eye that was just recently sold to him, and this all this nasty goo just rolls all over the floor. You can see him just get exasperated. He's like, "Did you have to do that? That was not necessary. We were coming to an agreement." And he tries to clean it up. 
clearly the DM gods wanted this to happen. <laughs> so how many potions Just... do you need, Mr. Gnome? Mr. Agent of the Dragon? And Raylan is just, like, off in the distance, on one knee, hacking. <laughs> mm. we, need at least, we need five potions. Five? You're all sick? You we all might sick. become sick. Just because we do not have symptoms doesn't mean we're not already carriers. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your distance. Six feet. That is, uh, that is sound advice. You are a wise man. Very well. <laughs> Raylan is making aerosolized droplets. <laughs> and um, he'll he'll reach behind his counter and he's like, right now I only have this one, but I need to craft the other ones. I don't carry five of these just for myself, as you can understand. All right. Grimsby gr snatches it out of his hand and drinks. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and you down it, and you uh, <laughs> get the effects of uh, portion of vitality. Which is uh, you remove your exhaustion and any disease affecting you. So you're fine now. So lucky. Yes. Is that hat yes. on the table? I could have, uh, <laughs> I could have investigated that and uh, made the potions myself. But oh well, I guess you'll just have to make the rest of them for us. <laughs> any <difference> towards... <laughs> Wait, are you like blaming uh, Doral for what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's this guy, by the way. Um, uh. Yeah, so he so says... I, 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 I bend down using uh, Raylan's tried and true, you know, small people positioning to speak with him and say, I think he's telling the truth. I feel fine now. But uh, for the, if you're, if time is uh, the issue, then I will try to make a... Uh, how can you say it? A bootleg version. Maybe it's not as effective for all problems, but maybe I can focus on just the one thing that you need and make them faster. How does this sound? Is that helmet thing still on the table? Like, on his stall or whatever? Well, actually, it was just on the floor because uh, Sherwin knocked over the barrel that was holding all the animal parts. But he... I thought he was going to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> so as you reach for it, he puts his hand on it to stop you and says, What are you doing? This, taxes. this is taxes, too. <laughs> wait, wait. Does Donnie understand that? learned quickly no it's in he speaks common this guy speaks common he's a merchant right. um give me uh deception fucking, donnie's like fucking uh power tripping guy yeah, one second <laughs> <laughs> another well, 20 well. two consecutive 20s um <laughs> he you can see him his eyes kind of like dart back and forth and he's like taxes in the form of this what? and then he's uh you hear him say maybe the rumors are true maybe the deep king is going mad fine take it it was uh it was not as good quality as i originally assumed and you you sold me junk basically take it anyways donnie silently takes it and then goes back like shoves it in his meat bag and he'll go back to looking out towards the crowd so give me an hour, I will make uh, some uh, reduced size potions uh, of what I, your friend just uh, chugged down in front of us and... Uh, you need a whole hour for, for the bootlegs? You just said you could do an hour for the normal! Yeah, for the full one, and now you need four more. You can see him just like throw his arms up. You're being unreasonable, <laughs> Mr. Gnome. Grimsby <laughs> steps in. How about you make one full normal one 
and we'll give you three more hours to make bootlegs. So as this is going on, Boyd and Sarah are kind of scanning the crowd. And um, you see an unusual fellow run by. He's kind of like darting back and forth through the crowd. Um, he has a pale face with a floppy hat fitted with two tentacle-like things that bob up and down in time with his brisk pace. And he keeps muttering a repeat of a repetitive series of phrases at himself at different volumes. Um, and he doesn't seem to notice you, but you know Boyd's kind of keen observation abilities can uh, hear him kind of muttering to himself. And um, unfortunately, he's muttering to himself in what appears to be Dwarven, so you cannot understand it. And he is darting back and forth through the uh, bazaar. And I'll show you a picture of what he looks like. Funny hat guy, three o'clock guys. Hmm. And he's carrying this leather satchel. And he just seems to be darting from place to place through the... Uh... He doesn't seem to be moving any faster than maybe you could move at this point anyways. <laughs> but he's running around through the bazaar, kind of weaving in between people. And, uh, yeah, so the drow continues. Yes, I'm sorry, this is, I need a little bit of time, okay? Maybe I can give you one in less time, but, I, but four is not going to be possible. This will give me an hour. How many more do you must, must you absolutely have? Do as Officer Grimsby says. Give us one more of these full ones, and then the rest of them, your bootleg trash. All right, I would have, I would have... <laughs> I can give you one. I will give you one, but I cannot guarantee its quality. Hmm? You forced my hand. I will have to do with what I have. And he starts. I'll be the judge stuff. of your quality once you provide it. All right, boys, we'll be back, won't we? And he looks over at the merchant and says that, giving him old squinty eye look. Let's move all you guys over on the side. That's where you guys are at. And really, let's say hmm? something like this. Fire fire people i'm sorry you see he has that again who gave us this quest to look for the egg it would be the keepers of the flame yeah they okay. uh the guys that are kind of running the operation for thumbershot and keeping him in check. are there people around him <clears throat> i'm sorry is what's that like, again is he very close to other people who right now like is there uh this this fucking guy with the hat he's just like darting all over looks like he's running to different vendors um, with your keen observation abilities, you can see like he's like dropping stuff off at a couple places, and then he'll run to one vendor and just muttering to himself the whole time, just bouncing all around the bazaar. When uh, Boyd like told him, told everybody to look out for him, Raylan just tells him like, just keep an eye on him. Maybe hide those badges. He might know that the keepers of the flame are looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm gonna. I want all the guys around me. Who's everyone around me? Right now, they're over by that uh, drow talking to them. But yeah, yeah you man. guys move around. Right, right now, I want to is with you. Come so on you over to me, there. guys. I, I want to do something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something for you. You gotta be within thirty feet of me. Everybody was at Sherwin, right? Everybody's within thirty feet of me, though, aren't they? Boyd wasn't at Sherwin because he was searching the crowd for Droki. So for everyone that gets near me, I'm gonna cast Pass Without Trace, so we can sneak up on this fucker. And get them. Okay. What does that give you? Like plus you ten like your stealth check? Yep, plus ten to stealth checks. Okay. How long does that last? Up to an hour. Okay. It's concentration, so. Did you like call out or anything, or are you just searching the crowd? No, I said, "Hey guys, there he is at eleven o'clock, three o'clock, whatever the hell I said." He's got like telepathy and stuff, so he can. Uh, is he? 
Is he letting us know what he would go go to Boyd's call? Yes, I'm letting you all know too that I'm I'm casting the pass without trace on you. Okay, I'm reeling. Just says like I'm just gonna go block one of the exits. I, I'm I don't feel like I can sneak. With this, you will. All right. So I want to watch him bounce around and. Well, you Everybody. made the, you cast a spell, yeah. So if you want to be stealthy, go ahead and give me your, all your stealth rolls. Um, you want to do group group stealth, the total Might score. As well. uh, no, holy shit. Yeah, just roll everyone's stealth and average together. Now, well, Jesus Christ, guys, what's with the rolls today? So thirty-one for me. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Twenty-nine for Don. They're Sherwin. So to mine's, fuck it up. A, <laughs> mine's a thirteen, I guess. Sherwin's gonna bring the average down. Sure. Um, drink the potion, right? So. Um, so, what are you doing with the NPCs? What do you want them to do? Well, block I want Sarith, yeah, to block an exit. Do you want them to stealth? Might as well. Who is like, you got you got stool here too. Yeah, stool stool just stick with me. Okay, so I'll they need to make him. rolls too. Then here's that's Sarith. Here's Jim Jam. Sixteen, twenty-three. Here is uh, your stool. It's not as bad as you'd think. 25. And this fucker. Oh, he's gonna roll it. Okay, that's Gash. 24. Alright. So, let's add all this shit up. 14. 15. Ah, uh, wait, that's right. Yeah, 24. Jesus. Alright. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't need to add it. Because your, yeah. your guy's <laughs> average is gonna be way over his passive. Um, so, okay. Yeah, you guys are effectively hidden. We're ghosts. Mm. All right, and uh, as you watch him, um, he's running around. You're there for a couple moments, and he does this for maybe about 15, 20 minutes or so. And about that time, the drow is going to come out of his stall, and he's going to look around for you. It looks like he has a, a half-filled vial in his hand, and you can see him just kind of looking around, looking for Sherwin or somebody. <clears throat> I think Raylan is like stationary and not necessarily stealthy. Put Jim okay. Jam up north. Grimsby in his perfect role appear right next to the uh, to the uh, guy looking for what's it? who is it? Is he a deep gnome? What is he? Which He's one? Dwarf. The uh, the guy coming out with the half filled potion. What is it? That's a drow. Uh, That's the drow merchant that you were talking with earlier. Wow. He okay. looks like he yeah. finished the uh, the half batch that he talked about earlier. So with my perfect stealth, I I stand next to him and say, is "That it." And uh, once you speak with him. It, like he you become your location becomes known to him um but uh yeah you startle him and he's like uh, yes this is this is what the dragon requires he says kind of suspiciously and he hands it to you why is it not full because you don't give me enough time to make a full one no 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 we told you to make one full one and then three more bootleg one okay then you're going to wait here for hour yeah he, like, that's what we agreed takes it back in there and he starts working on it and then it looks like Droki has hit almost every stall at this point because he's just like flying around this whole thing. Is and somebody like clocking him, staying on him, or what are we doing? Can we see what he's doing at the I'm stall? I'm coming up to him now to talk to him. Um, yeah, Sherwin, you can give me a perception roll. Alright. Sherwin, I need Sherwin with me. Um, at least at any of the locations close to you. Uh, not the ones farther out is hard for you to tell, but it looks like he is either um buying things like literally like buying supplies like buying like mushrooms or um he might buy um 
like a weapon or something like that. Um, actually, wouldn't be white buying a weapon. I'll take that back. But buying supplies, um, dropping off a couple of things, it's kind of hard to tell. But uh, yeah, it looks like he's. And when he stops at each stall, he's not really taking a lot of time to interact with the merchants. It's really quick in and out. Either like uh, maybe he had an order ahead of time or something like that. You can kind of guess with your your passive um, investigation. <clears throat> so I want to stop him and talk to him. But I need Sherwin to translate. You're stop Trookie. Yeah. Okay. How are you going to stop him? Right now you're hidden from his sight. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just gonna like pop up on him and be like, I want. I need to talk to him though. Shit. Mm. Uh try to come at it from the direction of Boyd, but like not engaged. Where is he? He's gone. He's bouncing around. Um, so I'm waiting for you to tell me what you want to do so I can prepare. How are you going to stop him? You're just going to yell out to him like, hey, stop running. I'm going to hit him. I'm going to hit him in the mind and be like, I need you. <laughs> All right. At what point do you want to do that? Like, where do you want him to be when you do that? That's right there is fine. Okay. So can uh, Donnie have gotten on the other side of him from the rest of the party? Like, without breaking stealth? Uh, yeah, you can move around. Right now, all the exits are covered by somebody. Where do you want to Where do you wanna be? Okay. <clears throat> Alright, so by the time he's crossing the middle of the square, you pop him with your, your mind speak, and he, like, stops, and you can see, like, his eyes. Um, you know, he's a Darrow, like Bopito was, but Bopito kind of had this calm uh, demeanor to him, but Droki is much more similar to any other Darrow you've seen since you've been in Gracklesug, which is he's... Borders lines on schizophrenic and skitterish. His eyes dart back and forth all the time. And as soon as you hit him in the mind, he like freezes, and you can see him like kind of crouch down, and he like looks around. Like meth heads, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. I can't see. Hey, I hear, I hear you're good at getting things. <laughs> all right, so you're doing this in his mind, right? Yeah, but I'm standing next to him, so he sees me connecting to his mind, and it's in right. common. So yeah, he doesn't understand. He's probably not gonna understand it. Yeah, <laughs> so. You can hear him muttering uh, something out loud. Um, and uh, Sherwin, since you speak Dwarven, you can understand what he's saying if you're standing close by. And you can hear him saying, What is going on? Droki's late. They're going to be so angry. Stupid, 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 stupid. And uh, he's like skittering around. And then you can see him. He's going to like click his heels together real quick. Like, dum dum. And he snaps his heels together. And he grapple. is going to you gonna grapple him. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna grapple him. I'm gonna grapple. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's grapple check? Athletics. <laughs> oh fuck. If Boyd's going in, Donnie's <laughs> gonna go too. I'm gonna use my inspiration to, to do that again. All right. Godspeed. <clears throat> if uh, did you hear me about like if Boyd's going in, Donnie's going in too? I don't know how like the order of events what happens. I don't know how you would know that he's going in though. Okay, there we go. That's better. Because their whole plan was to be on both sides. Nat twenty, baby. Nat twenty, baby. I was like watching Boyd. So like when Boyd jumps, Donnie's gonna jump too. But I don't know the series of events. So it would be Boyd trying to grapple, then Droki would react to his grapple, and then you would react after that. Something like that. Yeah, the reaction is gonna try to like do what Boyd was doing. So here's what happened. I had a six. Then I used inspiration. I got a one. I used my lucky, and then I got a nat twenty. <laughs> All right, so um, you're able to. I'm looking him up and down, and I see him clicking his heels together, and I'm like, I know this ain't no fucking Wizard of Oz. And I grab him. 
And let's see, he still gets a roll. Let's see, his decks. Oh, that's close. Uh, so yeah, you're able to like grab him by his shoulders, and he like he flips his head around, and he obviously looks very surprised as you grab him, and he screams out. <laughs> what do you do? Sherwin, talk to him. Interrogate time. Show him the badge. <laughs> we are the law. Sherwin's got kind of like a sinister grin on his face as he <laughs> walks up to him, <laughs> looking down. Well, what do we got here now? <laughs> we it's got like the two smallest, <laughs> The two smallest people in the party are like being <laughs> all badasses and whatnot. Um, so once you do that, Droki, you can obviously tell he's mentally unstable. And once you start kind of crowding on him like this and have him restrained, he just starts flip, flipping out and he's going to try to break your grapple. Donnie, take his shoes off. Can I, like, assist him to hold the grapple somehow? Donnie, he's got special shoes. Take his shoes off. Sure. Um, go ahead. How would I do that? Uh, well, I guess it doesn't matter, because he's already grappled, so now he's just trying to break it, which he's not able to. Okay, but, like, Donnie's also holding him, then. He was, Donnie wants to help him. Avoid, Donnie, like, take his shoes him. off. I guess I'm going to take his shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> they told us he has magical shoes. Oh, sweet. Then, yeah, I'll take his shoes off and throw them in my meat bag. Like that MC Hammer cartoon. Remember that? Oh, yeah. his like Magical yeah. talking shoes. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess, shoes. Okay. Then I'll back off a second. Back off a little bit. Hold on a second. I gotta check something. Gotta see if his feet come with the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Well, Donnie would be like, bonus. Oh yeah. Get that meat. Feet meat. Alright. You don't want Darrow. How many feet do you meet? As many feet as you can eat. Yeah, the Donnie's feet usually book. that great. They're kind of tough, I think. <clears throat> but I've never had this kind of feet before, so no. I love how we all come for the first time when we're all just Okay, so as you are holding him and he's like screaming in the middle of the uh, bazaar and you're trying to strip him of his shoes, um, a couple stone guards, Jurgar stone guards that are patrol the bazaar are going to hear the commotion and they're going to start approaching. Mm, it's like when the local cops come up against the state boys. <laughs> Is Donnie taking his shoes off though? Yeah, so I know why you're doing this. He's like kicking and screaming and whatnot. So actually, he's boy just hasn't held, so he's gonna be jumping around and whatnot. And you can notice can after he clicked his heels, his legs are moving incredibly fast as he's trying to like kick away from you. So can you make like a grapple roll? Like so Luigi and Super Mario Brothers too. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Who do you need to roll from me? Donnie. Donnie's trying to grab his feet that, as his that's athletics, right? Yeah, athletics. Yeah, baby. And he's I want to take his shoes off. That's what I'm trying to do. You ever had a a gnome pin you down and a lizard man take your shoes off in the marketplace before? Not for these prices. But we got these guys at the doors. They're coming in. What? They were already yeah. in the marketplace. These guards. Jesus, calm down, Jamie. I got to put the tokens in somehow. Scared <laughs> me. Well, the guards they patrol the whole thing, so they'll like they go in, like come in wherever they want. Um, but we'll say they come in from the what east. What about then. the shoes, man? 
can you wait for one second? Jesus Christ, Jesus, guys. Yeah, yeah for real, calm down. Y'all are fucking pissing me off. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, the screaming and commotion, you got a lot of commotion or a lot of eyes on you. In what the, color are the shoes? <laughs> They're green. Sherwin, grab the hat! Uh, so, a couple stone guards are going to come by, and they're going to pass by Sarath into the square. And they got stern looks on their faces. And uh, yeah, you're able to take the shoes off because I already rolled one other roll before that. And you beat it. You beat his 19. So, yeah, you yeah. strip his shoes off of him. Shoes and his legs start moving a lot, smaller, a lot slower after you rip him off. And as the stone guards come up, uh, sure, when you can hear dwarven voices yell out, What's going on? What's the meaning of this? And. How do you respond? This is oh, nothing to see here, boys. Just a thief. And uh, as you say that, you can hear Droki muttering some things to himself, and a sphere of darkness is going to drop right centered on Droki. As you're able to tell, he cast a spell. And Raylan shouts out <clears throat> in a hoarse voice, "Stay strong on the exits." So a sphere of blackness envelops everyone as this big 15-foot dome of inky black color fills the space. So darkness spreads around the corners. Uh, a creature with dark vision can't see through this darkness. Non-magical light can't illuminate. Uh, so basically it's pitch black in there right now as the lights go out effectively in this space. And you can just hear him screaming the whole time and kicking. And a couple seconds will pass. What are you guys Tony's doing? going to run away. Donnie, okay. use your use your club. Right, he's gonna run away. <laughs> mace, use a mace. What happens first? Does Boyd shout that, or does Donnie run away? It, it all happens at the same time. I hit you in the head. It doesn't matter. All right. I do mind it in your mind. Gotcha. Well, Donnie's gonna start running first. Um. And uh, Droki's gonna try to. I need to check the rules on consecutive like grapple checks real quick. I think you have to do every time, right? Every like round. Both, yeah. I'm just wondering like, if you have to recheck or if it's just the person that's grapple has to recheck. Like, you indefinitely have 20 on your grapple check or not. No, I think you both have to do it. Okay. Test it every time. Yeah. Then yeah, he's going to try to break it then. So go and give me athletics. He's going to roll. <clears throat> and as the inky black space fills the uh, all around you, you can feel his arms kind of slip out of your hands. Let's see. Donnie ran away. Sure, when you're still in the bubble? Yeah, I'm still here. Alright, so he's going to attempt to run. You can feel, you can't see him, obviously, but you can feel him kind of leave the space. You can feel the wind. Can I cast? Do I get can an I opportunity cast to attack? Uh, if you want to attack, you can. Um, it will be a disadvantage, because he's heavily obscured. Mm. I'm sorry, Jamie, what did you say? Can I cast Entangle? You can cast Entangle, sure. But he's got to make a strength check. Where are you casting it? Can you draw it on there? Yeah. Because I don't want to hit Raylan. Because he, he has disadvantage on checks. So uh, I can cast diagonally like that then. You can't see anybody. So you're not really sure where Raylan is actually. He's been there the whole time. Well. Alright, I'm just going to cast it anyway. So. So you cast it 13. in that general direction. And. Fuck. But I don't know. So I'll be like, I think I got him. <laughs> and, uh come bursting out of the cloud of blackness and in these magical vines Raylan can see this Darrow with like this terrified look on his face clutching his bag is sprinting out and this is rough terrain 
Okay. I wanna stop him. But wait, where's my turn? <laughs> what do I you wanna do? Well, you said I had attack of opportunity, right? Oh, sure, go for it. It's a disadvantage. Yeah, you said you had it. It's all, all right. at the same time. Now, does it have to be attack? Can it be a spell? It can only be a spell if you readied it, which you don't, because you're doing this as a reaction. I mean, okay. you could also say you could just wait How did until Boyd he. Do his spell then. Yeah, we're not in combat, so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, so you can cast a spell; it doesn't matter. Okay, I do. But you I can't do target him right now because you're in a black bubble. You can't see him. Actually, oh. you need to step out of the bubble. Okay, uh, I don't know what the turn order is. All right, let's just roll initiative then. Do that. Okay. <laughs> Could have had free attacks. Could have had free attacks. Damn. <laughs> Fuck these rolls. God. Sarah is going to represent uh, all the NPCs. We'll say, like, all that stuff of Droki breaking his grapple or whatever. The point that he's in now, let's say that was his first turn then. And then we'll go to Grimsby. <clears throat> and actually, I guess I saw this whole thing, didn't I? Stone Guard should be in here too. Yeah, you saw all this going on. There's a bunch of screaming and kicking going on in the middle of the square out there. Big magical bubble sphere of darkness came flying up. Then also some magical vines. Yeah, definitely everyone in the square saw all of this. Mm, yeah, all I have are attacks. I don't really want to kill this guy. All right, whatever. I'm going to take my minus five for potential plus ten damage, and I'm just gonna attack him. Okay. Oh shit! <laughs> he is murdered. <laughs> All right. Should have went with your first instinct. Uh, well, wait. Should the damage be more I'm on this too? I'm shooting at his feet. Wait, 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 wait. So, what's your attack roll supposed to be? Minus what? My attack roll. So it, it's my. If I so I got the I got the crit. So it's, yeah. I I called for the minus five, so it's a twenty-one. Okay, and so then it's because of the twenty-one, then I get a plus ten to the nine. Okay, so I, I get nineteen damage. Uh, don't you no, roll one he straight up gets it's plus, plus ten. 10. Oh, okay, I it's see. Plus ten, yeah. All right, so he takes nineteen. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and I take the shot, and I look at him, and I see that he's just gushing blood everywhere. Like, oh my God! Did you hail a thorns uh, ass too? No. no. It's just a normal attack. <laughs> yeah, you blast him right in his let's say it goes like through his shoeless ankle or something like that. And blood is just bursting out of his calf. And uh, next is this this NPC's Sarah's turn. And as Sarah sees like the stone guards run past him from earlier, he's just gonna like put his head down. Um as he's aware of what happens. Um if foreigners do violent acts in the middle of uh, Grackle Stug. And uh, stone guards are going to come running in. And uh, Sherwin can hear him shouting out in Dwarven. He's like, uh, got violence in the square. We need more. And uh, they're going to run towards uh, Sherwin. Not Sherwin. Uh, Grimsby. Yeah. We got a 432 in Southeast Flotsam. <laughs> right. <laughs> they only move 25, so he'll move there. And this guy will move one step behind. And you can hear him shouting at you in Dwarven. I'm sure when you hear him saying, he's like, they just shout out, cease to desist, drop the weapon. And uh, it's Donnie's turn. Donnie, Donnie, Donnie. Hey, yeah. Uh, I guess I'm going to go down to where uh, Tall Skinny's at and just, like, hang out with him. Okay. Avoiding the, the thorns somewhat. Okay. Um, Next, Boyd. 
but I guess I'm gonna come out of it. <clears throat> See him there, and he ain't dead, right? So I'm gonna try to uh, knock him on his head. Okay. Shillelagh his ass. Bam! Knock him on the head for ten. All right, you club him, and now he's not only is his like leg bleeding profusely, his like jaw is ajar. And this is uh, not me. Yeah. Well, it still hurts. <laughs> Rayla, it's your turn. Donnie also would have told told Skinny that he has the shoes. <laughs> and Raylan just moves forward to try to grab this guy. All right. Strength, athletics. Athletics. Right. Grapple. Yep. Twelve. So can I spend my inspiration to get to 15? Uh, or sure. would I roll again? How does that work? Well, it would have been an advantage roll anyway, so it would be the 15. Okay. That's well, but then that's like knowing something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, originally I, I asked if you guys could like say you wanted to use it before you rolled because this thing rolls double. But I think you can choose to use it after though, right? What I'm saying is I would, I would just, just roll again. just ignoring the 15. Okay, sure. Yeah. Go for it could be potentially be a lower roll so yeah i bet hey <laughs> it's the same ignore me will ya <laughs> guys have spoken um all right he's gonna roll acrobatics and he beats it holy shit good christ and uh as he slips through oh, your head he yeah. just like ducks underneath your arms he doesn't have any disadvantage for having an arrow through his ankle or anything like that nope mm, that ain't nope. how it works damn share when Adrenaline's a hell of a drug. Uh, gosh. Um, okay. Uh, hold on. One sec. Got a cat jumping on the TV. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, I guess Sherwin's going to, uh, if Sherwin's here, can I see him? Yeah, you can see him. Okay. So Sherwin's going to come over here and, uh, he says, hoo, 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 hoo. where do you think you're going? And then he grabs it into his jacket and he pulls out the, pulls out like uh, these uh, three, they kind of look like, what I want to say they look like, they look like these like three little triangle pyramid things from his uh, duster and he throws them at the feet of, uh, feet of uh, this guy and he's casting snare. All right. I think he's got to do a DC save of 15. Okay. Against, yeah, save. Oh, no, not, 14, I think, actually. Okay. Then he beats it. He ah. slips his foot as a magical snare. He's quick. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. It magically uh, pulls them in the air. <laughs> you still I don't know. <laughs> Does your dexterity come from your shoes? Like, you selling, like, basketball shoes or something? They're yellow, you know, so they're faster. <laughs> All right. Sure, wouldn't do anything else? Um, no. That's his turn. All right. So, next it is Droki's turn. And he is going to take... Is he, like, just screams in Dwarvish, just random gibberish that Sherwin can't even pick up. There's not actually any actual words or phrases. And he's going to take Disengage, and he's going to try to run away. As he tries to run away, I'm going to use my spores. Spores him. Alright. Con save. Fucking dude escapes everything. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
like we picked the worst possible way to catch this guy. Is he the kid from Home Alone? What the fuck? <laughs> Make him do deck saves the whole time. Yeah. I um, just realized we're fucking cops and we're like chasing a drug addict. And he's just like slipping out of fucking everything. <laughs> That's what this session become, guys. It's fucking so, Tyrone Dixon. This is rough terrain, right? So he's can only move yeah. this way. That's as far as he can get. And uh, next. And we time. don't get opportunity attacks. How does no. that work if you're in disengage. the space of two people? Disengage. Or does it doesn't matter? And he takes disengage action, so it doesn't provoke. That's the rule. <laughs> Grimsby's turn. Yeah, I'm going to see. And if you're gonna shoot again, you're gonna need to move because you're gonna be shooting through that bubble. Actually, hold up. I am, uh, I I am not going to shoot. Okay. So I have. I have free, or at least I, I believe, I have free movement through difficult terrain. Okay. So I'm, I'm just going to diagonally. So one, two, three, four, five, six. So use my full movement and grapple this dude from behind. I'm not going to shoot again. Yeah, and that bubble of darkness is going to actually be gone now. The uh, shot to the leg. <laughs> Does he go past the stone guard? Uh, I didn't see his path. Sorry, I was looking up something. How did you move? I was, no, I was underneath the uh, the hyena thing, and I I went diagonal. Can I move diagonal? You can move diagonal. It's just uh, how close are you passing the stone guards? I, so I did come here. So I, I hit this space. <coughs> okay. All right. Um, so as you run by, the stone guard is going to try to stop you. As he shouts out in dwarvish, uh, Sherwin. Is the only one that can pick up on this. Is uh, he just shouts out, he's trying to escape, and he's gonna swing to try to hinder your movement. This large blade, and he misses. So you can uh, keep going. Okay. So I'm gonna get here and grab. All right. Then go ahead and give me the athletics. Man, you guys are like fucking killing these grapple About rolls. fucking time. Yeah, but he's gonna roll a thirty fucking eight. Yeah. <laughs> you got him. <clears throat> So are you able to grab him again? He just screams and he's trying to like gnash his teeth at you, trying to snap at your fingers. And uh, and Raylan shouts, "Sit on him!" Next would be the uh, NPC's turn. Um, so Sarath is actually going to stealth, so he gets 15, and he's gonna hide. And uh, let's see, Gesh isn't that smart, so he's going to run down here, be next to Donnie. And Stool is confused and all alone. <laughs> so he's going to move down to Void. But he only has 10 feet movement, so <laughs> as far as he gets. <laughs> oh, who am I missing? Ah, Jim Jam. There he is. Jim Jam is going to follow Sarah's lead. And he's going to attempt to hide. And next it is the uh, Stone Guard's turn. And let's see. Raylan can see. Not Raylan. Um, actually, no one can see this. So another stone guard is going to come in from this side. One, two, three, four, five, six. And uh, they are going to chase after Grimsby. And they can get all the way over there. And get to here, actually. And uh, this stone guard is going to yell out at Grimsby and Dwarvish. He's going to say, Drop the weapon! Drop the weapon under order of the Deep King! I'm not holding a weapon! I'm holding a thing! You're holding lots I'm of holding weapons. <laughs> and he's going to try to subdue you. <laughs> we have a conga of grapples. <laughs> uh, let's see. He had a shitty roll, though. 
go ahead and give me athletics or um, acrobatics, either one. Nice. So you actively break free, and uh, you can hear him shout out, he's resisting! <laughs> and uh, this one's going to pull out a javelin and whiz it at you. It's... Oh, right. Four, twelve. Uh, ignore the three. I don't know why I rolled it twice. So nine total. And it's Donnie's turn. So this is all happening in like a mess of thorns and stuff, but can we see through it easily? There's no thorns. It's just rough terrain. Yes, yeah, it's rough terrain. Okay. Uh, they just like stabbed Grimsy, right? He, they threw a javelin at him. <clears throat> um, Donnie is going to ready an action to attack a guard, but he's going to do so on Sherwin or Boyd attacking a guard, like using violence. That's okay. The only trick. Following their lead. All right. Um, and also, can he, like, somehow gesture to Nash to do the same? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, you, like, I don't know. Are you, like, we you pull out a weapon eyes. and kind of show it to him? Yeah. No, we just meet eyes, and then I, like, look back, and he understands if that works out. <laughs> All right. Um, let's, uh, I guess maybe he'll make an insight roll to see if he understands what's going on. So, what's his wisdom? No, not so bad. Okay. He just, like, slobbers at the mouth. He says something in Noel. Um, you're not sure if he understands or not, but we'll see. So, Boyd, your turn. Alright, so I'm gonna run around. Oh, wrong button. I'm gonna run around here, here, to here, to here, to here. This 25. And I'm going to use my primal savagery. My claws are gonna come out. I'm gonna scratch at him. Regular attack? Yeah, it's a regular attack. 18. Okay, so you hit him, and yeah, your acid claws knock him unconscious. Good. He's down, boys! <laughs> Raylan, so your turn. Raylan, yeah. uh... uh wait, 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 wait. So yeah, Donnie, what are you done? Go ahead. I couldn't hear you. I would have attacked the guard that Boyd attacks. Uh, Boyd didn't attack a guard. He attacked Droki. Oh, then never mind. Just let it happen. Alright, Raylan, your turn. So when they say that the guy is down and Raylan sees that he's down, Raylan's going to turn towards the stone guards and just like hold up his weapon and then like allow it to vanish and just tell them like, relax, we got what we came for. Uh, they hear you shouting. They either don't hear you or don't understand. Right, and he realizes this and grits his teeth, but he hopes that his gesture of disarming at least got through. That's all I got. Uh, Sherwin, your turn. I guess while their attention is on Grimsby, Sherwin, uh, Sherwin pulls out uh, a uh, syringe, sticks it in his leg. Who's the drug dealer? Then... <laughs> Who's the drug user now? <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, he's essentially uh, using a potion of uh, what's it called? The um, potion of transformation. Um, so, which means I can change into uh, any form that I want, as long as it's not like, I guess, a bigger size. Or it's basically it's the same properties of the spell, alter shape. Okay. And uh, so he's gonna turn into a drugar, and uh, and try to look actually exactly like the the guards. And then, say, don't worry, boys, we got him in Dwarvish. 
Alright. This is going to be a hard sell, uh, since you're doing it right in front of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll leave you. That's a sleight of hand, maybe? Well, it's not a stealth roll, right? <laughs> so, uh, yes. you can... I mean, because they're looking away by not looking Wait, right at them. I'll let you make your uh, deception roll um, at disadvantage. Deception roll. At disadvantage? Come on, I'm already look just like him. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, that's is what I'm, I'm trying to enforce the fact that you did it in, right in front of him. He's five feet to, like, you're right. So that should be a sleight of hand then, right? And there's another stone guard around the corner that hasn't made it there yet. That is also watching all this. To your left. So would uh, that be, would that be uh, like a sleight of hand or maybe a, de- a stealth? So... If you were in stealth, and then you tried to cast a spell, casting the spell itself would reveal where you are. It gives away your position, as long as there's any, like, vocal components to it. Vocal or semantic. There is a component. Well, it's not a, it's not a spell, it's a potion. Ah, it's a potion, okay. I mean, if I wanted to, I could have made it, like, drinking action, but I figured syringe would be... Yeah, in that case, then it would be sleight of hand to drink a potion. Sorry, I was thinking okay. of a spell. Alright, let's see. You said disadvantage for this? No, a uh, sleight of hand would just be a regular check. So give me a sleight of hand right. check first to see if they notice you drinking it. <laughs> After all that. <laughs> inspiration. Like, cheers. Inspiration, yes. I want to use my inspiration. There you go. <clears throat> all right. Make sure to re- right. remove it from your sheet after you use it. Who was that child just now? There you go. Who's that? <laughs> I said, don't worry, boys. We got the thief. We're, we got him under control. All right, and uh, they will shout out to you and Dwarven, <clears throat> and they'll like basically gesture to Boyd and everyone else. <clears throat> They're like, "Who's we? Who are these guys? Why they got the uh, Keeper of the Flame badges?" Because they've been hired by the Dragon to help us catch this beef. <laughs> Trying to dance around, not telling a lie. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. That'll be the end of the conversation for your turn. You gonna do anything else? Uh, no. Alright. So it's Droki's turn. He's gonna make a death save. He doesn't have to, because it was non-lethal. You said it was a regular attack. I asked you. You said it was acid, it's acid damage too, right? Which I don't know if you can make non-lethal. I meant it's a regular attack, not magical is what I meant. What does acid damage? I don't think the <laughs> non... You're trying to knock him out with, like, acid. I don't think that's how it works in any kind of... It's like, claws, they're fate. claws. The that do acid damage. Scratched him to, to, to pass out. <laughs> He's gonna make a death save because you put him under with acid damage with magical claws. You wanted to club him, you could have clubbed him with your quarterstaff. That's true, it would have been more damage too. I should have done that. I just wanted to try the claws out. Um, no, it's just a. Okay. And he pops right. back up with 1 HP. Hell yeah. Grimsby, your turn. Did he just self resuscitate? Yup. I am. Actually, am I still? Him. Am I still grappling him? UCP. Yeah, sure. If you want to be, it's up to you. Okay, so I'm gonna. If I'm, I want to pick him up and escape. Okay. Well, he's awake now. So, uh, go ahead and make a grapple. He's gonna contest it. <sighs> Fuck's sake! Of course. As his life breathes back into him, live. he just wiggles and kicks around like an angry toddler. And breaks your grasp. Okay. Still your turn, though. Well, that's an action, isn't it? I can't really do anything else. Yeah, if you got bonus action or movement, yeah. 
Uh, oh, actually, yeah, I will do that. I've got hidden step. I'm going to turn invisible and get the hell out of there for now and go stand at the exit where Sarath is, but nobody can see me. And let's see, it's the Sarah's turn, or the NPC's turn. Stool's going to try to move closer to Boyd. And Stone Guard's turn. So as uh, one Stone Guard is conversing with Sherwin, uh, Grimsby slips away. And uh, he turns to the Stone Guard Dwarven. He shouts at him. He's like, he's ghosted. He's gone. We need to fan out. And uh, the other one will shout back. And he'll say, uh, get the halfling. He was involved. And uh, he's going to move over to Boyd. And he's going to shout at Dwarven. And he's, uh, he's like, you're going to be detained. And he's going to try to grapple you. Give me. I thought uh, it's athletics, you said. Hmm? It is. That's a strength. Is strength check. the same? Yeah. And NPCs don't have uh, proficient skills all the time like uh, player characters do. And he grabs you. Yep. Underneath. Within like a headlock fashion. And he shouts out, I got him. And uh, the other one is going to also move over there. They got me, boys. And uh, basically reinforcing his grapple. Uh, to give his other guy advantage if he ever needs to make another check. And it's Donnie's turn. Uh, Donnie is still waiting for violence from either Boyd or uh, Sherwin. I guess he's gonna move a bit like more central to what's going on. That's it. Okay. Boyd, it's your turn. Uh, would Nash follow Donnie or not? Oh, that would be on his turn. NPC's turn, NPC's turn's already over. So, let's see. What kind of actions can you do when you're in gra- when you're in grapple? You can break the grapple. That's really it. Like, would I be able to to do wild shape while in a grapple? Um, so I did this when I played in another game when I was a druid, and the DM there told me anyways it doesn't break the grapple for the grappler, even if you wild shape. No, that's shape. fine. Yeah, but you can't wild shape. Animal yeah. Just to turn my symbiotic entity on. Oh yeah, you can do that. That's fine. All right, so we'll do that as my action. So I'm still detained, but I have my symbiotic entity on, so I can do damage later. <laughs> uh, and I, I will do. Uh, oh no, he's gone. Grimsby's too far. How far is Grimsby? Let's see, 15 feet. All right, and I'll do a bonus action uh, healing word for Grimsby. Thank you. Well, he sounds far away. There you go. Get five back, and that ends my turn. All right. How's your uh, your reaction to being grappled? Are you fighting it? Yeah, I would. I would have. I didn't think about it before, but yeah, I probably would have used my spores on his ass when I got grappled. Is that what you want to do? As a reaction. I'm just trying to figure out how you're like reacting to being grappled. Like, are you feel like you're going willingly, or are you trying to fight him off? Well, I'm definitely trying to fight him off. Okay. Episode of cops when they're like chasing someone through the backyard. <laughs> if he was like, now I got yeah, Donnie would get involved. That's why I thought Donnie was going to come help me. <laughs> I was like, oh, Donnie's going to attack. And then John was like, no, Donnie's going to watch. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, so Donnie, you can see this puff of spores come flying out of Boyd and contact. Uh, okay, I guess it's both of them, right? So wouldn't be just the one. So the one gets fails. one. It only targets one. It only, it only targets, targets one. one. What's the thing that's like yeah. everybody in 10 feet of you? Which one's that? I don't have that. That's all right. Anyways, okay. Only one so, and then Donnie would see that on my my black veins and stuff are coming out now. Yeah, as you're, you know, physically kicking. Uh, it's not your turn, Donnie. <laughs> oh, that was my action, though. 
I like readied an action for if like Boyd used violence against a guard, I was gonna attack them. Okay. Your last turn oh, didn't happen, you just moved. Okay, so go ahead then. Yeah, so I'm gonna get an too, right? Yeah, so I'm, I just said you can do it. Go ahead. And it misses. Alright, that's his turn then. So the guard is gonna, after you swing at him, the guard is gonna turn to Sherwin. <clears throat> and he's gonna yell at him in Dwarvis. In Dwarvis, he's like, What is this? And uh, you can hear him shout out in Dwarvish again. We're being attacked, call in more guards. And it's Raylan's turn. Uh, Raylan shoves Gash toward the exit and just barks at him to block it, not knowing whether he'll understand or not. And then he takes a couple big steps over this way and grits his teeth, tries to grab this son of a bitch. All right. I navigated away from my character sheet, forgive me. Hey, maybe. Uh, it's not bad. Alright, and, uh, Droki. You read him. You got him. And Raylan just grips him as tight as he can in his hands on the little guy's, like, either side of his neck. Uh, so sure, we can hear Droki scream out and Dwarvish, like, uh, despite what's happening, always seems to be really concerned about right now. He's like, I'm gonna be late, I'm gonna be late. And, uh, it's Sherwin's turn. I deleted that thing because uh, it's a concentration spell and being grappled, I'm assuming I lose concentration. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sherwin's gonna come up to the two guards. He's like, what is the meaning of this? You clearly see our badges. We are an important mission. Unhand my men. Didn't you say you tried to look like one of them, though? Yeah, I look just like them. Go ahead. Give me, like, intimidation. Intimidation. All of these charisma Or intimidation roles. or persuasion. I'll give you either one. Up to you. It's the same role, isn't it? Uh, it depends on if you have uh, proficiency in it or not. It could change. And Raylan hacks and coughs and says, Somebody help me hold this guy. Sorry. Sorry, my uh, batteries went off. Okay, what were you saying? Uh, so, I'm, if you want to try to convince them to let him go, then I need some sort of check, either intimidation or persuasion. Mm, they're both charisma, though. What about an intelligence check? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you're like, you. let's play a game of chess for it. You know. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Stand down! I, I feel, feel like, like the dice are loaded. <laughs> yeah, maybe roll 20 is feeling bad for all the bad performance late, lately and just busting, bumping everybody's rolls up. Um, so you shout that out and he'll respond. And uh, you see, like, there's a bit of confusion. They all seem to be, like, equal rank members based on their, their garb and whatnot. And uh, they kind of look at each other and... They don't let go of Boyd, but they kind of drop their swords a little bit. And uh, he says, just says to you, but they they broke a standard uh, law, 324-1. No violence in the street from foreigners. They need to be apprehended, right? And, uh, and those kind of, badges make them above that law, doesn't it? But Keeper of the Flames, we, we don't work for Keeper of the Flames. We work for the Deep King. Oh, I see. So you don't need these flames warming your houses at night. <laughs> he seems a little confused. He's like, "Wait, who, who's, wait, who's, uh, who's your captain? Who sent you down here?" <laughs> um, 
And that'll Did be we ever told, told the name of the guy that sent us on this mission? Uh, you know a guy from the Keeper of the Flames, yeah, but he, he's talking about a guy from the Stone Guard. Yeah. But you can use, yeah, if you want to use the the Keeper of the Flame guy's name, his name was uh, Gar Gartagar. Gartagar. <laughs> I was sitting here by... So Sharon says, uh, says, I have no captain. I am the captain. Okay, give me deception. <laughs> Man, I already got a. Tw I already got this. Uh, this is a different thing, though. But this is guess, different goals. Different goals with what you're saying. It was a perfect role, though. Now you're I trying mean, to convince them that you're a captain, as opposed to just telling them to let go of somebody. Oh, captain, my captain. Yes. Oh wait. Yeah, eighteen. <laughs> and. Uh, He'll, he'll like look at you and he'll just like beacon. They still don't let go of him, but they're they've kind of relaxed a bit and they're like, "What?" He's like, "Uh, he's a he'll he'll look he'll stutter just like I am." And uh, we'll say, uh, "Captain," and he'll like look at you. He's like, "I don't see your markings. What, Captain? Who?" Captain Gizmo. Gizmo. They'll just kind of look at each other and just say, "Gizmo." They're like, is that dwarvish? <laughs> He says it for very thick Jorvis accent, though. Uh, <laughs> Gizma! <laughs> Alright, so that'll be your turn. It'll go to uh, Droki's next. And uh, Droki's gonna try to break grapple again. So he'll do acrobatics. And I need uh, athletics check. Well, wow, this ain't gonna go well. I should have just clubbed him over the fucking head. He's only got one HP. No metagaming. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he, uh, slips off your shoulders. I don't know, I assume you had, like, a meat and potatoes kind of thing, but he slips off. Nah, I just sleep. had him in a Vulcan nerve pinch. What the fuck does that mean, a meat and potatoes kind of thing? Hmm? Just thinking oh, the same potatoes. thing <laughs> <laughs> You know, you had him, like, on a plate with a fork and some gravy. Like a cock yeah. and balls? What the hell is that, meat and potatoes kind of thing? Uh, yeah, I'm not good at this English language thing. Um... So he's gonna break free. I meant to say sack of potatoes, um, and he's gonna try to run. So you will get opportunity attacks if you want it. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna try to club him over the head with a forearm. Okay. Did it roll? Did not. There it is. It's a 24. Yeah. So non-lethal damage. Slips away and like kind of cackles and giggles, and as he runs back by you, you slap him in the back of the head, and he just drops right on the ground. <laughs> and Raylan just coughs and spits and just goes, fucking hell. And Clearly Grimsby. didn't want to have to hit this guy. Right, Grimsby, it's your turn. Are we still in combat? Oh, yeah, I guess we're still in combat. Yep. Um, the popo got me. I'm going to... I don't have hidden step, but is it possible to, like, stealth just into another part of the room? Considering that I was invisible just until recent, until now, until the start of my turn. Um. So with invisibility, you can still be stealthy. So you get just roll at advantage, and then you can move. The pass without trace is still on you. It's an hour. So you got thirty when you're stealth. All right. So I'm going to just, I'm going to stay in bow range just in case. But I'm just going to be back here. So actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ready my bow, like Donnie. So if. If we start attacking one of these guards, then I'll be I'll be ready to attack if that happens. 
think you're actually almost stealth, though. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, never mind then. But, uh, yeah, alright. So you're at, you're back there by the entrance. And, uh, uh, I'm, I'm here. Okay. I wait to. Okay. So, Gesh is, or NPC's turn. And he is gonna move up with Donnie. He's just fucking ignored me, alright. I see how it is. What? When oh, I started yeah. my turn, I put him in the doorway and told him to guard it. Yeah, he did not understand. Yeah, that's what I figured. And, uh, let's see. Stone Guard's turn. So, from one other portion of the uh, bazaar, another Stone Guard is going to enter. And from the right side as well, two more are entering. They got some confused looks on their face, and they run in. And, uh, he's like, where the backup you called? And, uh, while still grappling Boyd, uh, the one to the left, it's still talking to Sherwin, is going to... Uh, by the way, let me double check something. That, uh, that potion you drank, how long does it last? Like an hour? Uh, ten minutes. Ten minutes? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll say you did that like two turns ago, I guess. I just, I just want to put a marker on it. How tight is he holding me? Does he have to make a check again every time, right? It will, you have to break it. Do you want to break it? Well, it's not my turn, but okay. It's, we'll see when we get there. Because I'm going to use either a reaction or not. Okay. Depending um, how... He just keeps his... He just keeps holding you unless you try to break it. And uh, he's going to talk to Sherwin and say, uh, Wait, so uh, what uh, What? What captain's orders are you under? We didn't hear anything about uh, trying to make an arrest on this Darrow. Is this uh, is this a different guy or the one that I've been talking to? And the one he's talking to you. He's like, uh, he'll ask you, he'll say, what's your, what's your name? Our captain didn't tell us anything about arrest on a Darrow. This was an high high level uh mission you know this is uh this was kept only to those needs to know in that hole what's uh what does this have to do with the keeper of the flames as i said need to know <laughs> uh you'll just look look uh i hope you don't mind i what what you say your name was again captain gizmo look i'm going to have to ask my captain about this we we're supposed to be watching the bazaar. This is technically our under our. Uh, this will be our responsibility. Whatever went down here, and we need to report it in either case. You do what you want, but I need to do what I need to do. And this is our prisoner, and we'll be on our way. Well, do you mind talk, telling our captain about this? Look, I don't want to get in trouble. Tell him to come to my office. Where's that? Later. It's up with the keeper. Keeper. Yes. It's just outside the the chamber of the keeper of the flames. Why do you have your office down there? We're stationed uh, over by the Hall of the Deep King. Have you not understood? This goes way above your pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Donnie's turn. Uh, once Sherwin came in, Donnie stopped fighting, and he's just, I guess, going back and forth, not understanding a word of what's going on. That's and Sherwin also looks like a Jurgar right now. He doesn't look like Sherwin. I figured Donnie like, caught the switch, so he knows it's Sherwin. Okay. Because he was like watching out for them to attack when Sherwin drank the potion. So he's just like there. I guess already an attack on the guards if Sherwin does anything. But that's about it. Or he's attacked. Alright. Um, Boyd? Time to break free. What do I got to roll for breaking free? Athletics, Athletics again? Athletics or acrobatics, either one. Well, that's a big difference. What about performance? <laughs> he just beats you. Motherfucker. 
Uh, you gonna do anything else? You gonna use your spores or anything? Well, the spores is a reaction thing, so I can only use it when they take their turn, right? Yeah, that's what a reaction is. Yeah, so I can't do it now. You're, gonna, you're done? Yeah, I'm done. Alright, uh, Raylan, your turn. So Raylan's just gonna scoop this Darrow up under his arm. Uh, would he know that he didn't, like... Well, he knew that he pulled his punch so that he's probably not dead, right? Uh, I mean, he he took a, an arrow to the leg, so he's bleeding from that. Um, and he took a club to the face and some acid claws, so he looks like he could possibly be dead. <laughs> okay, can I do, like, a medicine check or to see? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you could do that. Get a one. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. How about a two? I guess I can't tell. I'm going to say it's very obvious to tell if someone is breathing or not. um, Mm -hmm. Especially when you're holding them. But you are concerned he might be bleeding out. Alright. So he just kind of was thinking about taking him by the collar, but he kind of just holds his uh, arm under his waist. So he's just doubled over limp. Okay. And he just calls out, uh... Keepers of the flame, let's go. Just playing a confidence play. And then he's going to start walking this away. Not like he's trying to make a getaway. Just like he's done here. Alright. Sherwin, it's your turn. Um, I guess uh, Sherwin's just expecting them to, to go now. Do as they're told and leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> alright, is that all you're doing on your turn? You're standing there? Um... I guess, you know, he's just going to be saying, like, we've got this under control. I said that already. You should be thanking us for ridding of this thief from your bazaar. What's, uh, what did he do? What was he, uh, was he accused of? I said that's need to know. <laughs> Stop extrapolating on details, then. <laughs> You're piquing my interest, Captain. You got uh, questions, take it up with the office. And uh, Strokey's turn, which he will stay unconscious. Grimsby, I'll just run through this one more time. How do you do that counter thing like you got on him? Um, so you know when you click your token and it has that little circle where you can drop down different icons? Yeah. Uh, put your mouse over top like the red circle. Don't actually click it. And then hit a number, like three or two, and it'll automatically put it in there. Did you just do that to Donnie? Yeah, I did that. All right, I was trying to do it at the same time, and it freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> Yeah, just like you put your mouse over top of the whatever icon it is and you can add numbers to it. Yeah, I got just it. Good way for counting spells and stuff. Grimsby, what are you doing? Cool, cool stuff. I'm, nice just, I'm just sitting in the back watching things unfold. So I'm still right. stealth, I get So the NPCs are stealth. <laughs> <laughs> um, except for uh, Stool. Stool is going to actually run over here. And uh, once he gets to this point. Uh, actually he'll take a dash action i'll get all the way over here and you can see him warming up his spores because he looks concerned for boyd hell yeah and uh stone guards will go and uh they're like this is highly unusual but um i guess we don't really have much options and uh the other ones will you can see like the other guards not all of them seem to be really buying this but they're following the lead of the guy you're talking to he's like all right well I'll go report this to Captain Airday. I have to. And uh, I guess we'll let you take the the, the Darrow. What about this Good. guy? And he thumbs over to uh, Boyd. He's with us as well. 
Leave him be. And uh, Donnie, it'll be your turn. I'll get to the bottom of the turn order and then I might drop it. Yep. I'm and, not doing uh, anything. Just stay back, please. Boyd, your turn. Just hanging out, waiting to be let go. I'm going to try to break out of my grapple again because I don't know what the hell they're saying. Okay, go ahead. But That's I haven't one. been poisoning them, so I'm not attacking them, per se. Yeah. And uh, they maintain. Motherfucker. Oh, no, wait. You're contested, so you make the contest. You're fine. You get it. The DC is basically what their strength roll is, so you break free, just barely. I'll shake them off. That's right. <laughs> Do you say that to them in common? No. <laughs> just shaking them uh, off. Raylan, Raylan's your turn. He's gonna pause at the doorway and just look over his shoulder impatiently, and then walk in a very slow rate down this way with the guy under his arm. All right. And uh, bottom of the turn order, Sherwin. Uh, yeah, sure. You know, you know, says yes. Do what you need to do. You are serving your. You're serving your city well. And, uh, with that, let's stop the turn order. And, uh, they just nod and they say, Yeah, um, I'm sure Captain Airday will want to talk to you about this, but, uh, I'll tell him to go check down, uh, near the Keeper of the Flames, uh, near Thembershod's lair, right? That's what you said. So, you'll be hearing from her, I guess. Captain Gizmo. And he, even when he says Captain Gizmo again, he kind of just, like, shakes his head, like, that's the stupidest dwarven name I've ever he heard. He says it's, it's Gizmo. Gizmo. He says it like Sorry about that. I'm a dwarf. God damn it. No one's <laughs> no one's contesting that. <laughs> uh, Alright. And they uh they kind of just they start to like clean up like the blood and mess and whatever. And uh one of them pulls out a piece of paper and it's like they're making a report on the spot. I'm gonna tell stool in his head, thank you. Thanks for running over, buddy, I appreciate it. <laughs> um you can just hear him. You can see him bounce up and down, and his little tiny beady eyes blink with joy as he uh, takes off of his uh, rapport spores that he was getting ready to poof out. All right, so what are you guys doing? Keep in mind, sure went time a little bit because now that we're out of combat order, things will progress a little bit faster. So you got about uh, six minutes left on your spell. So uh, Sherwin's gonna take that time to like give commands to his men and be like, "All right." Hurry up now, we don't have much time. Get the scoundrel. Let's get going. Let's take him to that office. That, uh, what's the, what was that, um, dwarven woman? The drow woman, not drow, the Thurgar woman. Her office uh, the is merchant? around here, right? The merchant? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, she is, it's actually over to the right. You got through that She's right guard, exit. right? She's a merchant. Oh. She's part of the merchant council. Let's go, let's go interrogate him over there. Her name was Ilsa. Okay, you can see her office. Um, I'll just, if you're walking over there, I'll just move you to where it was, which was here. Take that token off of you. Um, Raylan, are you, what do you want to do with uh, Droki? Is there a way I can get there without turning around and entering that square again? <laughs> uh, no, actually there isn't. <laughs> The way this is mapped out, there's not. Okay, then he just angrily stomps back past the guards, shaking his head at them. Like, uh, can, can you believe these guys? They don't respond, and they just kind of eye you suspiciously. Alright, so they're making a report, and uh, you found the door over to Ilsa's office. It is closed currently. 
And on the way by, he leans down to Jim Jam and says, Can you go see if they have those potions ready? And he just coughs. <laughs> so Jim Jam and uh, Sarath were uh, hiding in the shadows, but once you call him out, he kind of makes himself visible to you. And uh, he just nods and uh, he kind of stealthily moves back across the square. Okay, Raylan knocks on that door, I guess. Okay, no one answers. He jiggles Is it open. open. Appears to be locked. It's a simple mechanical lock on there. And Raylan just calls out, hello. And uh, no answer. He looks at Sherwin and says, it's locked. Is, is anyone that can see us? Like, is the guard still looking at us? Um, the guards, so the stone guards are, no, they're over there making their report. The section that you're in, the only one that could see you is, I mean, this is still a bazaar, so there's people walking about still. So there's like normal Jurgar citizens, a merchant or two, that could see you gathered over there, yeah. Um, um, cause it doesn't look like anyone specifically like watching you, but people are eyeing you every now and then because you are a bunch of surfacers. Uh, I'm gonna make a attempt to unlock the door, like a uh, lockpick or something. Okay, go ahead. Let me dex check with your proficiency bonus. All right, one second. I think if you click like Thieves Tools and D&D Beyond, it might like give you a thing to roll it, I think, with your proficiency bonus in there. Let's see. Maybe. Or, uh, just imagining. Isn't it, isn't it sleight of hand? Uh, to unlock stuff, it's just a dex check, and then you just either add your proficiency bonus or not if you have Thieves Tools. Mm, there's no there's no uh, thing under Thieves Tools for rolling. Okay, just roll so, um, a d20, and then we'll add your proficiency bonus. He's using actual thief. Yep, he has them. Um, so let's see, what's your proficiency bonus? Um, what do I look for that? Uh, proficiency bonus is two. Two? Okay, uh, yeah, simple lock. You're able to mess around with it enough to where its line is open. Great. Easy lock. It opens up, and then I wave the others to hurry up and get everyone in. Alright, so you crowd everybody in there. You guys can... I'll just put you in the room. Yeah, where the hell is the door for that? Like, to actually drag ourselves in? Uh, it's... The what for that? To drag yourselves in? The door. The actual door. Um, it's right... Oh, okay. It's hard to say. It's where the map line cuts off, but yeah, it's a little... So you're in there. Everyone in there is... Uh, everyone is in the room except for Jim Jam, who ran off to get the <laughs> potion. Tight as hell. Yeah. Literally only room for Jim Jam left. <clears throat> okay. What are you doing? Donnie, try them shoes on. You've broken it's, into Elsa's uh, office. Great. Right. Yeah, we got our priorities in order. Probably after <laughs> everyone gets in, we want to close the door and relock it. Okay. Uh, you can close it. Um, and, yeah, I'll say you figured enough. You can still relock it. It's a pretty simple lock. But, um, all right. So you're in there. I have I a question. Off head. Okay. Wait, can we just tie him to something? Like to like a, a table or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, you can find a heavy Zerkwood table to tie him to. Alright, Raylan's gonna fucking tie him tight, but not too tight so that he can't breathe, but so that he definitely can't get away. I'm gonna cast Create Water so we can waterboard him. I'm just kidding. Check out the gun, man. Dark Don't guys. <laughs> not use it. And Raylan is... Like hacking and coughing and miserable, and he's just like grousing at everybody about how we can't go walking into our second day in the city trying to kill somebody in the market square. There, I guess, I guess, 
Will we get a potion from someone? Is he bringing us a potion for him? That's what uh, <clears throat> Jim Jam. Jim Jam would get. Yeah. Okay. Never mind you, that then. You cast less restoration. Sure, no, 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 no. Never mind that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Jim Jam's getting the potion. All right. Sorry, Sherwin. Sure, what are you doing? Reverts back to his form. So, whoa. Yeah. That was a close one. Indeed. All right. Uh, what you doing? So when he's gonna produce the shoes and also suggest that we get some medicine for Raylan or Tall Skinny. <laughs> and uh, after Raylan's done tying and he aggressively ties the last knot, as we've all seen in a hundred movies, he's going to uh, just like put his hands on his hips and gesture at the guy aggressively, like, "Well, go ahead, wake him up." I snatched that hat off his head. Do I notice anything about it? Um, to the touch, anyways, it doesn't give any sensations that it would be magical. Um, you can give me like an intelligence uh, or investigations roll to try to figure out what it is you want. Even Arcana, I'll give you Arcana also to guess what it the material. Yeah, just a six. Yeah, for investigation, anyways, nothing, nothing special about it. It appears to be made out of some unique uh, animal skin, though. I'm gonna put it on my head. You put it on your head, and you have a, a silly hat on your head. <laughs> Sherwin's going to investigate it. Okay. Same result. You don't see anything specific about it. Nothing magical, anyways. Um, other than that the skin appears to be made by some unique animal. Um, if you want to try to guess what the skin is, then that would be like Arcana. Arcana roll to identify the uh, skin. What about nature? Nope. Not for this skin. Arcana or nature depends on what the type of creature it was. Creature type. Okay, um, Boyd, you can identify the skin as Displacer Beast skin. It's actually made out of tentacles of the Displacer Beast, so that's what the little tassels are on the hat. But other than it being made of that skin, nothing special about the hat. Just looks cool! It's almost just like an insane person would just pick out a stupid looking hat to wear. And I love it. And, um, let's see here. Give you an image of what the boots look like. They're pretty, pretty sleek. Look like designer, designer shoes. Fubu. They look fast. So did you say that the hat was not magical? Not magical. The boots, though, like Donnie, when you were feeling them, uh, now they have a chance to kind of actually take a breath to look at them. Um, they do have that tingling sensation that magical items give. I like to investigate those. All right. And I believe I get advantage for intelligence. Checks involving investigations of magic items. Okay. So, uh... 25. You look at these and, like, you kind of smack yourself on the forehead, like, how did I not know what these were? These are boots of speed. <laughs> and, uh... uh boys! Got a nice you know pair of kicks here. I'll show it to you again with the, some information revealed. And, um, if you check it out now, it has a description in there. You know it requires attunement, so you have to take a short rest to be able to use them. But basically, you can use a bonus action by clicking the heels together, and you double your movement speed. And uh, any creature that makes an attack of opportunity against you has disadvantage on it. And you can click your heels at any time to turn it off. And you can use it for a total of 10 minutes a day. Otherwise, you have to finish a long rest, and then it resets. Gotta charge the battery. Jerwin mm -hmm. relays this information to the others. Sad. Marvels at their handiwork. 
And as you're observing the boots, you hear a tum, tum, tum on the door. And then it gets faster. Tum, 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 tum. I open it. I open it. Jim Jam. I open it. He walks in and uh, he produces um, he produces the vial. And uh, he's like, here you go. He said that uh, he'll say, uh, yeah, when I went to get it, he gave me the full one, but uh, he didn't finish the other ones. The, he was being investigated. Uh, stone guards were, like, asking him questions. <laughs> and uh, Raylan looks relieved, but he doesn't drink it quite yet. And he says to Sherwin, did you say you could figure out how to make a bunch of these? Well, I think if I take a look at the at the proper one, I should be able to, hopefully, I should be able to replicate some of my own. Okay, good. And he, like, puts it into his duster chest pocket, and then he points him and kind of ushers him toward the other guy and says, wake him up so we can interrogate him. And then he coughs. <laughs> and after your violent cough, um, the amount of time since he's passed out until now, uh, Droki actually wakes up naturally. The sound of your cough kind of, like, jolts him. His eyes pop open, and uh, he has one hit point. And uh, as soon as he sees all of you around him, hey, no meta gaming. Hmm. No meta gaming with that one hit point. <laughs> what I can say it, you just can't use that information. It's your job not to meta game. Um, and uh, yeah, I rolled a one earlier, so he was only out for like an hour total. Yeah, so he's awake, and uh, he'll pop his eyes open, and he'll just start screaming gibberish in Dwarven and start scrambling around trying to force his way to the door. Very Donnie-like in his actions, actually. Just, like, skittering around. And he's tied to the table that he now notices, and he's, like, scratching and pulling at the rope, trying to get it off. Sure. Calm down, calm down. We just need some information. (laughs) And uh, he's, like, just gnashes his teeth at you, and he's just, like, foaming at the mouth. And uh, he's like, I'm gonna be late! They're gonna kill me! Let me go, let me go, let me go! Okay, hold your horses. What are you going to be late for? Hmm? Uh, delivery. Gotta make deliveries. Get out of the way. What deliveries are you making? Um, well, you can see, I mentioned a little before, but he has, like, a satchel. This leather bag that he's carrying with him. And uh, he kind of puts his hand on the bag. And uh, he's like, gotta, gotta make deliveries. Let me go, let me go. And he is very, uh, you can definitely tell he's not all there, like most Darrow. And he's kind of a one-track mind. So if you want to try to calm him, to make him a little more coherent, uh, you can make a persuasion check. Otherwise, he's going to be kind of frantic and in the state the whole time. Is he hopped up on drugs? How you on drugs, boy? He's hopped up on being a Darrow. Uh, Yeah, so you attempt to soothe him, and he just kind of gnashes and swings at you when you try to, to, like, put a hand on his shoulder or anything like that. And uh, at this point, I think your facade uh, is gone, so you're back to looking like Sherwin now. Yeah. And uh, he just, like, looks around, and he's just like, who, who are you? Who are you? Let me go. Do you know our friend, Bepito? And uh, he doesn't understand what you're saying, and he just gnashes his teeth at you. Sherwin sure sure asks him, do you know Bepito? Raylan just says, why would they all know each other? And shakes his head. <laughs> That's a racist. No, I don't know Bepito. <laughs> Tell you what, you know, you give us information, we'll let you go. But you need to be calm. You need to... You help us, we help you. Um, okay, I can let you try that persuasion again if you guys are... 
Is anyone doing anything else? It's been a while since we left, right? Like it's midday-ish, a couple hours? Uh, yeah, well, it's been a couple hours, yep. About two hours, right, so. Gonna eat some more meat. All right, I'm sitting That's beside Droki, just eating. Back. All right. Yep, I'll get some that too. Sulking and coughing, and just leaning in the corner, looking up at the ceiling, waiting for this to be over. So, despite Sherwin's best efforts, he's you're unable to soothe Droki. I'll give him. A, I'll give him something to eat. What are you gonna give him? Just something from the meat from the bag. You're just gonna give like, him like uh, a mushroom. No, no, mushroom bar or something. I got mushroom stuff. Ooh, yeah. Let me give him a mushroom. That one where they have to speak. They speak what's on their Ooh. mind. Okay. All right. Okay. Tongue, so is that the tongue one? Which one is that? Yeah. Tongue of madness. Uh, yep. So how are you gonna give it to him? You're just gonna show it to him and give it to him? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show it in front of his face, and then I'll put it in his mouth. <laughs> All right. And then I'm, and if he doesn't and then if he doesn't swallow, I'm gonna hold his mouth shut. Make him swallow it. All right. Um, give me a, a strength check. That likes is fine. Just mm. for the, the point of like forcing something down his throat. Once you pull it out, he knows what it is. He recognizes the mushroom. And he doesn't seem willing to eat it. 16. Okay. That's good. And I'm going to say acrobatics don't do him a whole lot of good right here. So I'm just going to do a strength roll for him. He fails. So you get it in his mouth. <laughs> Take your medicine. <laughs> oh, how how the neutral good Boyd has fallen. <laughs> Are you okay to get it? Okay, okay good, my bad. Um, all right, yeah, so. Um, so you force it into his yeah. mouth, and, you know, it does the thing where it's sitting in his mouth, but he has to swallow at some point, naturally. Um, so you're just kind of forcing it in there, and he just... Some of the stuff is going to seep into his mouth, regardless. The juices or the enzymes from the mushroom uh, absorbs into his tongue. And, uh, yeah, it's still, he's got chunks of it in his mouth, but yeah, you put it in his mouth. Now what are you going to do? Make him eat it. Okay. Uh, so you can start to see the effects of the mushroom as his, all of his thoughts become verbalized and he is just speaking constantly <laughs> and it's just rambling nonsense and dwarven, um, who understands actually, dwarven besides Sherwin, Sherwin, only Sherwin. Okay. Cool yeah. to... Poof. Yeah. Stool. Poof. Okay. So on command, stool poofs. And uh, everyone now has the thoughts of this insane Darrow, like, flowing through your mind relentlessly. And uh, you can give me uh, perception. I'll give, I'll say, like, either perception or even investigation to try to decipher all these mad thoughts. I want to try to give him the focus by saying red dragon egg. <laughs> dragon egg, dragon egg. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, it's uh, Grimsby and Donnie. Do you want to try or you're just going to... So what did you say? Investigation or what? Or um, invest investigation or perception. Either one. Just to be able to like pull out any um, intelligible thought from this. Can I do insight? <laughs> uh, insight's fine, too. Yeah, I'll let you do insight. That makes sense. So... So, surprisingly, Donnie is the only one that's able to decipher anything from this jarbled mess. <laughs> um, and, uh... What, um... Hold on one second. How about the NPCs? So, right now... So there's uh, two different streams of thought that you're able to, to pick up from all of this madness. Um, one is that he's really focused on trying to make two deliveries. He's got two deliveries he's got to make. 
and he doesn't obviously say the, the place name in his thoughts, but you can see like a series of tunnels and uh, in his mind, and uh, he wants to deliver two things. One is to a guy named uh, Lorthio, is one delivery he needs to make, and he's going to deliver some black stone to him. And the other delivery he needs to make is to a, uh, a guy called Narak. And his delivery to Narak is, looks like a pouch of uh, toenails, of really big toenails, like toenails that are probably the length of his finger. Okay. Do they look like useful toenails? Well, you're only like getting the thoughts in his mind right now, but uh, you, uh, not you, like an you get the sense that it's, yeah, but not an image, but you get the sense that everything he's thinking about is in his bag. Alright, yeah, I'll relay that information saying that I think he's on deliveries to um, Lorthio. Yeah. Lorthio is on delivery. Yep. Yeah, and Narak, which is a pouch of toenails. I think they're in a sack. Also, why are we doing this? We have the boots, right? <laughs> now, if I, if I say Dragon Egg, Dragon Egg, does it focus him? Does anything happen? No. Um... And, uh, you know, you're sharing your thoughts and whatever via stool. So even Donnie did not pick up anything about a dragon egg. So either he doesn't know, or he's never seen yeah. one, or it's just not part of his responsibilities. I don't remember hearing a dragon egg. And also, Sherwin, why are we doing this? Or, sorry, Big Ears, why are we doing this? We need to get information. Okay. To find about this. Can I tell that the toenails are for a potion or um, something? Yeah, you can examine the toenails and um, yeah, let's get the back. With that roll, normally you wouldn't be able to tell what it is, uh, but being giant kin and not that you collect toenails or anything, but you think they're stone giant toenails. Aha, I was right. And uh, Raylan says, "Let's take these back to our friends in the cave." <laughs> and what else is in the bag? Uh, so if you shuffle through the bag, somebody get a pencil. Because there's a lot of random shit in here. Um, <laughs> Spring cap <cabin> for us. <laughs> you find. Uh, I'm reading from the book right now. So, one gold piece and ten silver pieces. So he has some pocket change. Uh, one spell scroll that uh, someone would need to examine to figure out what it is. Um, a worthless collection. Well, worthless to everyone, maybe except for Donnie. But a worthless collection of dead vermin, spiders, centipedes, and the like. And various sta- stages of uh, decomposition. He also has. In the meat bag. He also has uh, pages of what appears to be lizard skin parchment, held together with uh, two leather covers from two different books, like um, and uh, yeah, like that. So. And then the pages are full of mad scribblings. It looks like in dwarvish. So you can take some time to study those if you want to figure out what they say. And a strange lump of black metal, and a uh, copper tube and some small pouches, and the small pouches seem to contain uh, giant toenail clippings and some skin flakes. And uh, you can also see uh, each uh, the pouch has a tag on it, and written in Dwarvish. Um, you can see the name uh, Dorum written on it. Mm. And that's all in his bag. Sure. Scroll. Uh, yeah. So go ahead and give me, like, investigation. Or, or Sorry, Arcana check. Arcana check would be better, more appropriate. And I need to check to see if this is something that would be on your spell list or not. To see if you can identify it. One sec. 
<clears throat> this is yeah artificer so yeah you can identify it as a sea and <coughs> sea invisibility scroll for the duration you can see invisible creatures or objects as if they were visible and you can see into the ethereal plane ethereal creatures and objects appear ghostly and translucent translucent and Raylan kind of muscles over towards him and looks down from way up high at him and says who put you up to this with the giant nails um so again a lot of rush of unstoppable thoughts thanks to the mushroom and um you can just see um different uh you can hear different names like tons of different names it's like he's rattling off like his high school yearbook of names um you can give me an intelligence check let's say really give you anything like history would be fine or um just a straight intelligence roll would also work to try to identify any names um they sound sim like similar names to the Pupito, so you think they're all darrow names that he's rattling off and um every now and then you'll pick up a dwarvish name it's like a none that we've heard though 10 to 1 ratio of names of darrow to dwarvish okay and in terms of names you've heard yeah, you can pick up. He'll. You can hear some names in his thoughts that you recognize. Like he'll mention um, Stone Speaker Hargrim's name once. And if you like, try well, we to. We can't really tell if he's like, or I guess can we roll something to figure out why he's saying these names or? Yeah, insight. Give me an insight check. It's yeah, so dog shit. Grimsby uh, can pick up that um, he's nervous about Stone Speaker Hargrim. Um, something about traps. He says, like, Stone Seeker Program has traps. Gotta watch out for the traps. And, um, you also... He seems like he's really nervous about everyone in general, but there's some names that he has specific details about, like Stone Speaker Hogram. He also mentions that uh, Narak, um, is to watch out for the bears. Bears are smelly, and they bite. And gotta be careful. Watch out for the bears. And, um... For, talking about Quagoth? For, uh, Lorthio, um... He just says something about, like, uh, too many secrets. Too many secrets. Don't trust him. Too many secrets. Do we know what kind of a name Lorthio and Nirak are? Uh, Nirak would be Darrow, and uh, Lorthio would be Jurgar. Erwin would like to investigate the book. Ah, uh, the book? Sure. Um, you can notice, um, after just a couple minutes, that it looks like a spell book. Very, although very limited spell book, because it only has, like, two pages. But, um... It would take you an hour to study it to be able to determine what spells are in it. Probably darkness blob. <laughs> and um, so you're in here discussing, and you hear uh, a jiggling of the knob, the door, the room that you're in. Sorry, Elsa, no room for you in here. So you, uh -huh, you we have out. two small people that can double up. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, <laughs> shout out in common, but you do mention the name Elsa. And you can hear in Dwarvis, uh, a female Jurgar voice yell out, Who, who the hell's in there? Open the damn door! I'm gonna stand under Grimsby. <laughs> okay. Alright, so you're in between his legs, <laughs> I guess? He's straddling you? Yeah. Yeah. Get up All on right. his shoulder. So, Jim Jam, being at the door, just kind of looks at everyone and kind of with surprise, just wondering what to do. Open it, dumbass! <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim Jam just like, Alright, that was. I don't, didn't know what the plan was. He opens it and he steps back and Elsa pops in. 
And she just Blouse. looks so furious. She's like, what the fuck is going on? She didn't have the keys to her own place. Hmm? Well, you, like, <laughs> fucked was... it up with your lockpicks. <laughs> and Raylan just points over at the Darrow and says, tell her she can pump him for information about the coins. Well, who's going to explain this? Just stands with her hands on her hips. What's your present? I don't... You how does he say it? I don't understand this guy. Which one of you speaks again? Dwarvish? Right. Well, we have a suspect here. Possible he might know. Suspect? I'm about to call the Stone Guard if you don't get out of here. What is going on? We're investigating for you. Who is he? She, like, points at the Darrow. He might know about your coins. All right. What? What's, she kind of, like, calms down a bit. She's like, okay, well, what, what did you learn? <laughs> we haven't asked him yet. <laughs> we just got here. Her eyes. Did you just pick up some <laughs> random Darrow and just start beating him? He looks like he's almost dead. <laughs> he resisted the law. He fell down some stairs. <laughs> he tripped. He's, she's like, look, I got customers and clients that come in here. I can't have you guys in here using this as an interrogation room. You need to get out. And Raylan just says, what is she saying? Uh, do you mind if we ask him about the coins first? She's like, well, all right, sure. If it's about that, just get on with it. Hurry up. And you're all, you're having a really hard time even maintaining this conversation with her because Darrow, uh, Droki has been like screaming nonstop in your mind the whole time. Uh, I guess, I don't know if we have any of the coins that she talked about or maybe if we don't, Sherwin would ask her, show your coins to him. Well, just look at his coins that he had. Are they yeah. weird? Uh, so you examine the coins. The silver pieces uh, seem to be pretty common, like just regular silver coins. Have some dwarvish markings on them. Um, but uh, who was it? It was sure when it had a really good roll about this earlier, right? Um, and you can look at the uh, gold coin and um, let's see. Uh, it has markings from, we'll say elvish. There's some elvish markings on the coin. See, run the case. What is it? it? Appears to be an elvish coin. All right. Yeah, I know. That's my problem. I got Darrow giving me coins from all over the place every day. What does he have to do with it? He might be the one bringing these coins in. Okay. She like waits and for Raylan you to extrapolate. Interrupts everyone and muscles over to the Darrow, and gets down in his face and throttles him, and he's really pissed off, and he just says, "What do you know about the gray ghosts?" And uh, when you yell gray ghosts at him, um, give me an intimidation roll. Let's see like how well this like your even voice is able to penetrate his thoughts. Christ almighty, I hope I get a good roll. Oh. Nope. It's a niner. It's a niner. And uh, yeah, you yell at him. <laughs> and uh, again, like you can understand him, but Droki is saying all this stuff out loud. So he's just like shout babbling randomly. And uh, he's doing all this in Dwarvish, and now Elsa is like starting to try to listen. And they're like, so what is he talking about? What? Who's, who is he making deliveries for? Making deliveries for Nerak and the other guy, Lor? Uh, Lorthio. 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 Yeah. She's Does like, okay. Does mean anything to you? Uh, Lorthio, Nerak, no. No, sounds like a, Lorthio sounds like a Dwarvish name, but no, I don't know these guys. There's a Grimsy believer. Yeah, she... She generally seems confused and doesn't know these names. Okay. Lorthio sounds like a first name. Maybe if you knew the family name or something, but uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm not sure. Seems that the case still goes on. I see. And, uh, well, 
I really appreciate Raylan it. Just, Raylan just shoves um, Donnie into the Darrow's face, and he just he says to Donnie, sorry, just help me out here, and kind of just like pushes Donnie's face close to the Darrow, and then he pounds his fist on the other side of the Darrow's head and says, tell me about the gray ghosts. Donnie flips up his neck skin shit, like, <laughs> like, like mouth open, like kiss him, like. All right, um, I'm going to add my poison claws to the mix. All right. Yeah, uh, you can hear like her. She'll shout out in Dwarvish. She's like, "I don't got time for this." And then, um, your intimidation was okay. Okay, yeah, you're really throttling down on him. And um, <laughs> that maybe Donnie's hiss comes out a little cuter than normal. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> Only a nine. Um, it's all about grain advantage, so it doesn't matter. Um, he just likes lizards. <laughs> so you say gray ghosts, and uh, as soon as you say gray ghosts, the name Lorthio pops back up in his mind. Everybody is able to hear his random thoughts, right? Everyone except for Elsa. Right. But she can hear him out loud, right? Yeah, right. So Donnie is going to... like. Uh, I think it might be... If we're looking for information, this Lorthio guy, he's the Keeper of Secrets. Sounds like he's got some information. And then when you say that, uh, Keeper of Secrets, he's got information, you can see, you can hear the thoughts of Droke again uh, about making the delivery of that black stone to him down in some tunnel somewhere. Can we show her the black stone? Uh, sure. Yeah, you can show it to her. What do you say to her? Can we? Nothing, because she like, doesn't understand me. <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say, Donnie? Can we, like, see... His images of the tunnels? Yeah, you can see images of the tunnels. Uh, give me a perception roll if you want to try to... Um, actually, no, sorry, my bad. This isn't like visual telepathy thing. This is just voice, so that wouldn't make sense. Um, you can try to push him on it, though, um, to get him to think about the tunnels, and then maybe he'll think about yeah, it out loud. Like, I'm going to like say, tell us about the tunnels, or like, you're in the tunnels. <laughs> like hypnosis? You're in the tunnels. You feel calm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, um, so I'll just keep the same role that you guys had uh, for intimidation. You're able to force them on tunnels. So you see uh, a large network of tubes and uh, tunnels, and all of these tunnels have these. Well, first thing you see is, or you can get the notices, he, he's thinking about the fair's res. He's, he calls it the spooky smog, but uh, you can you can get the inclination that he's talking about fair's res. So there's like these fair's res infused tunnels, and um, he talks about swirly swirls. And he's like, right, make a left at the, the entrance. Okay. So you push him on the entrance and he, you hear him like talking about uh, going through the West cleft and that, um, he's got to go say hi to his mama before he goes down in the hole. And then, um, but yeah, you get the impression that it's the entrance is somewhere near the West cleft district, which is, you know, is the, uh, like the Darrow slums. And then back to in the tunnels. Okay. So yeah, you can see uh, in some building, in one of the buildings in the the West Cleft somewhere, there's a fissure, like a crack in the wall, and um, he's. You get the ind indication that you need to go down that fissure to get into the tunnels. Okay. What about these swirly swirlies? You're stuck in a swirly swirly. <laughs> and you just hear him. It's like uh, he's using them as like navigation points. He's like, go right at the big swirly swirly. Go left at the small swirly swirly. Sure, when I just tap Blackstone too. Okay. Let me check. How does it work? Or I want to give an assist, I guess. 
Uh, assist for what? To help him figure out what that black stone is. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you can give me... Uh... Uh, Arcana would work. Um... Yeah, it's some... Um... You'd recognize it as mithril. Um, but the coloring is weird. Uh, so... You can also get the uh, same sensations that you got uh, from being in the fairs res from the stone. Um, so putting like kind of one and one together, you get the impression maybe it's some sort of fair res infused mithril stone. But uh, this would be the first time you've ever seen something like this. So in terms of like application, you really don't have an idea what this would be used for. It used to be something different. Coloring is very odd. I get the same sensation. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, at this point, um, Elsa will speak up again. What does this have to do with the coins? Look, I got somebody coming for contracts. I need to use this space. Uh, I need you guys out of here in like five minutes. I'll give you five minutes. And then she kind of like opens the door to stop Donnie, out. Donnie like starts shaking his head and like puts the neck things up again. <laughs> she opens the door and steps out. She just says again at the door and yells out, five minutes and closes the door. What are you doing? I think we need to find Lortho, Lortho, in the uh, the west left. There's a building with a crack in it. You heard him, right? <laughs> so many butts. We have our uh, leads. What do we do with this Erico? I think he's just a go-between guy. Just take his shit and cut him loose. We should knock him out first. Take his shit and cut his throat. That sounds like chaotic evil, not chaotic good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just trying to trying to get what he's trying to hear what he said. Uh, he is just—it's all full-blown, <laughs> full-blown insanity and panic the whole time. As soon as you mentioned about cutting his throat, he just starts thrashing around. And oh, so we should just end his misery. Since he, we're talking in common right now, like Sherwin would propose the idea of uh, how about we give everything back to him and just follow him. He can understand us because of the puff. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sherwin. Uh, uh, big ears, I like it, though. I think I think that is the best path. And then Sherwin also interjects. If we can't use him, I can at least make myself look like Maybe that can help us later. I think we either follow him or we knock him out and dump him somewhere so that he doesn't interfere with us trying to find so he's tied to a table, right? Yep. And Raylan says, well, why don't we just tie him up in a harness? I can carry him around. <laughs> like meat and potatoes. Yeah. You know, meat and potatoes style. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nothing special. Just what gets the job done. Meat and potatoes. Donnie just <laughs> looks up to Raylan. <laughs> Okay. Like Literally, or <laughs> yeah, like in game, just like and he says, being like, why don't we craft a harness? <laughs> what does Raylan think about that? <laughs> and Raylan just regrets it immediately, and he's like, I don't know, and he just hacks and coughs. Have you still not taken your potion? Take the potion. Investigate and take the potion. Hey, why is he not taking the potion? Because Sherwin wants to make a copy of it. Alright, so I'm gonna cast Lesser Restoration because I'm tired of hearing him cough. <laughs> <laughs> Is that yes. explained? Ah. Okay. 
<laughs> I'll cast it twice. Jesus Christ, you shut up, Ray. <laughs> and Raylan's kind of like, <clears throat> thank you. God, like my wife with her allergies. <laughs> Didn't know you were married, Boyd. Did you say married or marry? Like, another word for gay. <laughs> married. <laughs> <laughs> he still said wife either way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what are you doing? Raylan's all healed up now. All right. Do we take him with us or let him go? You'll hear the the voice of some of the NPCs. Sareth just says, "Just kill him. He's just gonna fuck something up anyways." And then Gesh is gonna chime in and say, "Let's eat him. He can be sacrificed to Yenagod." And he, right, Donnie? And then Jim Jam will say, "Uh." Uh, I'd like the idea of trailing him. That's a pretty good idea. Does he look like he has, he's got some delicious meat on him? Or almost, I was assuming he was pretty wiry. Well, he's got that pretty thick calf muscle that's had an arrow pumped into it. But, uh, yeah. you could. Like he's pretty calves. wiry, but he's got good calves. He runs a lot. Take a nibble of the blood there, Donnie. See how it tastes. Uh, no, Donnie's <laughs> just going to be sizing up whether he would be a good source of meat or not. Well, if you had to rate him on a scale of, like, humanoid meat, he would be on the lower end, probably. Somebody like Raylan or Grimsby would be more meaty, more protein. I was assuming humanoid meat is on the high end of the scale of meat anyway. Uh, well, I'm saying amongst humanoids. Oh, he's pretty low. Yeah. Alright, uh, I guess Donnie will say that, uh, tell Nash that he's got better meat in his bag. But if we do kill him, then, uh, you know, why not? So the door flies open again. It's Ilsa. She's like, get the <laughs> fuck out. And uh, Raylan just goes over and grits his teeth and says, sorry. And just clubs him over the head again to knock him out. All right. You don't need to roll for it. It's, he'll go out. Cheryl, you got some kind of tracking device you got, can make? Something? No, do not have a tracking device. At least not not on me now. It would take some time to figure out. I think for this moment we should make a decision. We can at least follow him. I would take the boots, though. I don't think it's good for him to have that kind of speed. Oh, for sure. But He don't need no more drugs. Giving the items back to him, he still keeps his quest. And Raylan says, what? Why would we give him his things back? If we don't give him the items that he's going to deliver, he's not going to deliver. That's the whole point. But and we don't really we, have to kill him. But then we don't know where he's going, where he needs to take them. Because he said don't kill him. There might be more straightforward ways of figuring out that information than relying on this insane person. Well, I think we can count on him to, to do this quest. Seems to be the only thing we can think of. Is everyone ignoring me? A- I just said, <laughs> get out. Does he have a specific like, smell? Goes in. So, smell? So I want to intimidate. Yeah. Okay, go for it. If we let him go, I can use my superior tracking skills to keep tra- to track him and find out exactly where he goes. Yeah, and I was thinking I can take the Nilhog's nose mushroom that I have and eat that and be able to find him if he has a distinct smell. So you try to intimidate her, Donnie, and she just yells out in Dwarvish. She's like, don't make me call the Stone Guard guys to get you out of here. I got work to do. Raylan is now dragging the guy out. He was just coiling his rope. Now he's ready. <laughs> okay. As you're walking by her, she's just like, Thank you. Thank you. God. I can't move my man. You're moving him on the screen. But he won't go through the door. Oh, it's not. We uh, can't get him through the door. 
Yeah, I'll just move you out. I don't feel like moving the, the lighting thing to just for this little bit of movement. Okay, you're all out. Where are you headed? Sherwin, come unlock this door over here. Sherwin <laughs> <laughs> just kind of shrugs. Um, what kind of door is he at? I think we should go like, let him loose, right? And then follow him. That's, that's my vote. My vote is we let him lead us to the, to the culprit. Well, you're standing in the bazaar. The stone guards at this point are gone. I'll remove them. I mean, you do see some stone guards just walking around as patrols, but the ones that were investigating your spot from earlier appear to be gone. How about this door, Sherwin? <laughs> I don't think we need to, to go and to break into more places. We just decide what our next move is here. Well, we know how to get into the tunnels where one of his deliveries is. Let's just keep him wrapped up, and we'll head that way. Okay. What does what does everyone else have a vote to follow? We have a vote for us to eat. I'm up. sorry. Do we vote now? This <laughs> looks at Sherwin. What what are you rolling? No, away? nothing, nothing, nothing. Don't worry about it. Are you knifing? Are you knifing Raylan? Is this like a Caesar moment? I hope you're fucking fire man. Donnie jumps on Raylan's back. Sure, one now rules. Uh. And then Raylan clarifies because if that's going to be the case, we need to establish rules about it or something. Well, there is five of you, so at least it's, it's someone will always win. No ties. So we're just going to let him go somewhere and, and wait till he wakes up and follow him to see where he goes? I agree with that. I'll track him. Sounds good to me. What do you say, Donnie? Uh, I think that we should follow him. All right, Raylan just drops him like a sack of shit on the ground. <laughs> Another sack. <laughs> a sack of meat and potatoes. <laughs> a wet sack. That's the name of this episode, Meat and Potatoes. <laughs> Sack of meat and potatoes. Alright. Yeah, he drops to the ground. No lump there. So I guess Tony's gonna go over and like try to smack him, see if he wakes up. Like wake him up, you know, shaking him and whatnot. Shouldn't we run away first? Like Don't everybody get out of the way. Uh let me just double check something real quick. So you guys are keeping he's keeping all the stuff in his bag. Is there some what things from him are you keeping? Keeping the boots. What else? Keep the boots. We have to leave, at the very least, we leave the toenails and the black stone. Donnie took the various animal parts. I okay. want to take the book. Okay. Yeah, I would have taken the book to investigate later. And okay. the scroll would, would have taken that. So basically you're just letting him keep his delivery items and his money? His gold and, yeah, his delivery items. What's the copper tube? Is just a copper tube? Well, the copper tube had um, the skin flakes in it. And then the oh, pouches okay. had the toenails. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds right. He's going to be a little lighter. All right. So he's laying there uh, on the ground, and uh, you shake him, and he's he uh, he rouses a bit. Uh, he mumbles to himself, dwarven something, and uh, but he's there. Sherwin, Looks like he, he'll wake after a bit. I guess Sherwin kind of whispers to Boyd, like, maybe it'd be a good idea to stealth us again like we did before. We just got to wait till we're away from him. I don't want him to get caught in it. <laughs> he's not waking up from like the slapping and shaking and whatnot i said he's like he's starting to stir and it'll be a couple moments before he wakes up okay yeah donnie will stop and back up here 
I'm ready. I'm ready oh. to follow. This is each creature I choose, so I can choose not to put it on him. So okay, okay, we'll do that. It's my last spell slot, there, boys. All right. So you guys are all stealthed up. Go ahead and just give me the rolls for the the main party. I won't roll the NPCs ones. I'll just give it to him though. So we get the total stealth score. So five. So fifteen. Fifteen, sir. He's clear now. He's Braylon's not yeah. sick anymore. So. Fifteen. Thirty-one. He still has a lingering cough, though. No. 22. There's just no mechanical effect. Okay. So, wait. Missing somebody. Who am I missing? Who didn't roll stealth? Uh, Grimsby. Grimsby rolled beforehand. Oh, okay. I didn't okay. see that. Oh, there it is. Okay. 33. Plus 33. There we go. Divided by 5. Total score of 25. Okay, I'm going to the, I'm hit the restroom and grab a beer. We'll be back shortly. Okay, I'll take a leak too, and then when we come back, we'll start moving you guys to the west cliff. Yeah, bathroom. Okay. All right, and let me know what you want to do with the NPCs too, because right now they're planning to go with unless you. Let's be nice away. to them. Stool may be an encumbrance a bit. He only moves ten feet. Unless somebody wants to carry. Yeah, him. Well, we have I think no thing carry him for us. If we're going to danger zone, we don't need anybody except for somebody who can translate, right? Or maybe just Jim Jam and Sarah and send the other two back to the yeah. hostel. <laughs> so, uh, Nash will, uh, not Nash, Gesh will hold stool in his hands and he's like, Yes, I will do this for you. You can trust me. And Raylan just looks up Boyd like, Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I give stool a dagger. <laughs> stool doesn't have opposable thumbs. Just planning it into him. <laughs> Planted into his in his head like a now unicorn. If, now if Gesh eats him, it'll be like the candy with razor blades in it on Halloween. <laughs> Protruding out like a unicorn. You can just charge at him ten feet per minute. <laughs> ten feet per round, I guess. Yeah, cool. Alright, let's roll. Uh, so I moved it back to the overview map. So you guys are at the Blade Bazaar. Um, and the West Cleft is actually over here these two large doors here. We might as well hit the Shattered Spire on the way. We're following him, though. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I don't think we have any... Should have done that if we left him knocked out and tied up, but... Dude, we gotta get these side quests out in record time, man. We gotta... Let's multitask here. And, uh... So, you guys stealthed, and I guess you're just waiting in the shadows of the bazaar for Droki to wake, and he eventually does. And, uh... He scrambles around and uh, picks up his hat, puts it on, checks his bag, um, sees that he has some of his things. No, I'm wearing his hat. I kept it. You kept the hat? <laughs> All right, then. So then he's really panicked about not having his hat um, for like a legitimate reason. He's like scrambling around trying to find his hat. And then he um, is muttering some things to himself and sees he has bare feet now. So, it's like the streets of Chicago, someone mugged him for his Nikes or something. That's basically what happened to him. And um, he's going to like check some imaginary clock, some hourglass somewhere, and then he's just going to start running. He's going to sprint out of the west of the bazaar, and uh, you guys can um, give, me a, give me the survival roll to be able to track him pretty easily. He's small, there's a lot of people, he's weaving in and out, but I just want to make the roll just in case, in case it matters. Well, who's the tracker? It's Grimsby, right? Grimsby, right? And I'll give you advantage, Grimsby, on this. <clears throat> Do you have special stuff too, Grimsby? 
I don't think so. It's it's more like um, I can track him, or when I'm tracking him, I can I can figure out how many of them are, you know, how how many of him there are and shit like that. There's one. There's one of them. <laughs> oh right. So it's I don't need it. <laughs> right. So um, I think yeah. I feel like I've been sold a bill of goods about your tracking ability. That's all yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, I thought he had some kind of something special. Well, so, if I'm moving, if we're all moving stealthy, I can move at a normal pace, so I can probably keep up with him better. That's true. Yeah, you guys are moving at slower speed when you're in stealth, so he's able to maintain his regular speed. So that would be important, because um, Droki is not stealthy or walks like walking around. He's sprinting. Uh, are Darrow oh, slow? Okay. Do they have a short distance? Uh, they have regular 30 movement. Should have hobbled him. (laughs) I shot him through the fucking ankle! Those rules do not exist in 5e. Or if they do, they're all (laughs) homebrew, and I don't know what they are. Um, like cold shot stuff. I think there might be actually abilities, though. Like, uh, So the other thing I've got is I I can tell how long ago he's been somewhere. So, like, if we lose him, I can still keep an- I can keep Hmm. an eye, basically, on where he is, how he's going. Consolation prize. Okay. So, yeah, what we're gonna do is there are kind of like chase rules basically um, for this. So, make a uh, dexterity check for Grimsby. Just Grimsby because he's gonna be the only one that's keeping up with them. Right. Okay. That's a two. Grims, you still have your inspiration too? Yes, I do. I'm gonna save that shit. Hey man, you got your inspiration? I sure do. Well, good. Hang on to it. <laughs> uh, I wasn't thinking about that. I, I shouted out at you like three times ago. I think I was like, inspiration. But then we I saw a very good roll. And I just now hear him having already done it. Fuck. Um. So he is able to outmaneuver you guys through the market. Um, Grimsby immediately. Immediately. <laughs> what He's about small. those boots? You, be you took off his identifying hat, so he just looks like any normal Daryl right now, except that he's carrying a bag. He's <laughs> um, barefoot. He's barefoot, but it's hard to see his feet <laughs> when he's a small creature running through a crowd. Um, but thanks to Grimsby's ability, he's able to tell, follow traces of him. Maybe you can smell some of that weird food he had or the rotted insects and stuff in his bag, the remnants of that. My um, acid. But while you can't make eyes on, eye contact with Wait. him anymore, you're able to follow his trail. I have a ocean of swifts that I can to from speed. That increases his walking. You got the damn boots. Put the damn boots on if you're worried right. about that. I don't have boots. Boots require attunement. It takes an hour. Oh, dang. Oh, now Sherwin, I feel like Sherwin, a chump. Sherwin hands the potion to Grimsby. You're losing him, man. Drink this. Do you want to drink it? Wait, yeah, Sherwin, you got the boots well. too, don't you? I don't. I don't know who has the boots. <laughs> no, you were. You were. Oh, I'm back, Donnie. I mean, how did you lose the Donnie's boots? Donnie's on the Internet Explorer. <laughs> no, dude. Like, I've, I've been listening. I just Donnie had right. nothing. Have you heard about this COVID thing? <laughs> so, Sherwin, you were identifying the boots. That was the last. Time yes. Like, yes, but we can't use right. the boots yet. What well, is that yeah. shit called? Push the Yes. Oh, they go to a tune or something? Yeah, they acquire a tune. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> Missed that bit. Uh, and what was the potion again? Potion of swiftness? Is that what you said? Yes. I'm searching for it, but uh, I don't see it. It's it's probably only listed under my... Uh, Is it potion of uh, speed? Right. I'm just, I'm just, oh, potion yeah. of speed. Okay. No, it's potion of swiftness. Hold on, let me let me pull it up. Uh, so potion of speed. When you get you gain the effect of haste for one minute, so that's different. So that's that's not the same thing. Hold on one second. Um, yeah, I don't see potion of swiftness anywhere. I can so name some other. Under, if you look under my that. experimental elixirs, under my thing, it lists the elixirs. So it says for swiftness, the drinker's walking speed increases by ten feet for the oh, hour. It's a, it's a ability thing. Okay. Oh, uh, all right. Okay, so you get a plus, little, plus 10 feet of movement for an hour. Yeah. So hopefully, maybe that gives them enough oomph to keep. Let's see. Let's. We Would will... that allow me to make another roll? Uh, Is that a I'm potion not... of haste? No, it's like an, an alchemist ability. Or, uh, ar- what is it? Artificer oh, ability okay. potion. Yeah. Um, so what I'm gonna do is, you guys are you're moving at the pace that you can move. He's he's so Droki's moving 60 feet per turn, and you're gonna be moving what 40. Uh, 80 feet per turn, right? If you're sprinting. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. If you're gonna do your normal tracking, like maintain your stealth, then it would be 40. Which one do you wanna do? Uh, I don't think he's paying too much attention to anybody behind him, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna dash after him. Okay. Um, given the amount of distance there is between where you guys are at and where the West Clef is, that cumulative uh, plus uh, 20 feet you have on them or whatever eventually catches up. And you can get to a point where you're about 100 feet or so away and you can see him uh, approach the West Cleft district entrance. While everyone else is... Uh, are you guys running to keep up with Grimsby? Otherwise, he's like leaving you in the dust. I'm frolicking. <laughs> you, If you try to keep up with him, you're going to break in your stealth. But I don't think it really matters at this point. So what's everyone else doing? Donnie's gonna be following Sherwin. Okay, what's Sherwin doing? I mean, so did he did he have to sprint the whole way, or? Well, it sounds like he wanted to catch up with them. So in order to yeah. So he keeps get his stealth right with that because he gets normal movement with his stealth or whatever. Uh, so dashing is not normal movement, right? You're running. Oh. His normal movement well, would be forty better. with the potion. That way I can keep my stealth on and back him up later. All right. I don't know. So, I can't really conceive of how it would work because then we would lose him and then we wouldn't be able to find him. Exactly. So Raylan would be trying to keep pace as best he can, I guess. All right. So you're keeping pace with Grimsby then. Uh, so anyone keeping yeah, pace with Grimsby not, will be at the entrance. Donnie's going to follow um, Grim, not Grimsby, Raylan because he was right about not letting this dude loose. So. He's following him now. Raylan. Okay. Um, so you get to the entrance. Um, <clears throat> and the entrance, uh, there's just these large, uh, enormous uh, Zerkwood gates. And um, there's lots of Darrow just kind of strewn about, <clears throat> all chattering and uh, arguing with each other. Even when they're together, they don't seem civil. They're like just angry and almost hyperventilating all the time. <clears throat> And uh, you approach the gates, and or you see Droki first approach the gates, and they pay him no mind, and he passes right through. Good morning. So what are you guys doing? You want to follow him right in? Do we, do to... So we don't have the stealth bit then, because we dashed, right? Well, you're not. You would have to re-roll your stealth, but you still got that spell on you. What was it? Um, Pass without a trace. So we got a wizard. 
following. A lizard and two giants try to stealth their way into a small person's ghetto. <laughs> oh, yeah. actually, you know what? If I did my disguise self to make myself look more or less like him, would that give me an advantage or would that work? But you're like 10 feet tall. Sorry, could you say S that I, one more time? If I used my disguise self to shape change myself into one of... What is he? A Darrow? Yeah, Darrow. Would that... How tall are they? Uh, they're about uh, three and a half feet. Three feet tall. Okay, so I'd, I'd, I'd still be a giant Darrow. Yeah, I think you can only change your height by a foot I with can, that one, maybe. I, I can do it. It's three feet. I can, I can try to look like him, but I don't know if any of these guys or if it's just specifically him that they're going to let through but it, would it raise alarms if they see a, a second one come <laughs> um you can i say Seems with like your passive insight you think they are so like insane and they're not really focused on anything that you could probably get away with it all right so uh sherwin uh sherwin proposes the idea it's like i can uh, do what i did before make myself look like one of them and I will be at their height, so maybe no one will notice. But it would put me at danger, <laughs> since I will be alone. <laughs> and I do not know what we will be walking into. So I'm going to disguise self, and I'm going to follow you to look like one of them, even though Raylan was right, I can only be one foot shorter. So I'm going to be a nine foot Darrow, following you. <laughs> maybe we can tell them if they ask questions that you had a growth spurt. <laughs> Well, you'd, be, you'd be a six foot Daryl, right? That's what I, I couldn't remember. How, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd be a six foot Darrow. Okay. okay, okay, good. I was like, you've been 10 feet tall this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember how tall I was. Yeah, you're seven <laughs> foot. All right. Okay, so you can you transform yourself to look like, uh, to just, you want to look like just a regular Daryl, right? Just the one you saw on the street, yeah. not specifically Droki. Okay. Right. Yeah, you yeah. do that. What's the rest of the party going to do? Raylan had a good stealth roll, so maybe he'll try to slip in somehow. Alright, Boyd, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm gonna go for stealth, let me roll. And Donnie? 17. Oh wait, we still get the the big boost, right? Yeah, yeah you still get the boost. Okay. Raylan sneaks along and can't believe that it's working the whole time. And Donnie <laughs> is a shadow. Donnie's a chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie just fades into nothingness as you guys are talking. And, um, yeah, you approach the gates, Randall. And, uh, you guys are able to remain hidden as, uh, to one average Darrow and one, one NBA level Darrow, uh, pass through the gates. And, uh, as you pass through, uh, the stench in the air changes from the acrid metallic to a more fetid and uh, repugnant smell. And the fires of industry are replaced by squalor. The homes in this part of Grapplesug are crudely carved from the rock, or in some cases are just holes in the walls, arranged in no apparent order. Uh, the chatter in the air is unnerving, with hundreds of Darrow muttering, screaming at each other, and otherwise revealing their insanity. Uh, any of those uh, that look at you, though, the ones, the guys that are in stealth are hidden, but uh, any other Darrow that looks at uh, Sherwin or even uh, Grimsby, they don't seem to, to pay you any mind as you follow Droki's trail. And uh, you're, it takes about an hour to get through all of this ghetto that he was running through. And thanks to your preparation, you get through it unaccosted and all the way to a, uh, a small building. 
with a, uh, a pile of crates that are stacked up in front of this building. And uh, that's where your trail ends, at the front of these crates. Insight or investigation to see if we can find more clues? It would be uh, investigation. Okay, uh, you're able to search around and through the cracks of one of the crates, uh, you can see whiffs, like these little wisps of the fair's res leaking through behind these crates. Hmm. Can we all find it? Uh, yeah, with all your guys' rolls, everyone finds it. And Raylan says, he said something about spooky smoke. Maybe he went through here. The crates are stacked up about six feet high or so, um, but you... They seem uh, light enough. You could move them out of the way if you needed to. Well, Raylan and I are both tall. Can we see beyond it? Uh, you cannot. It's pressed up against the building. So you just see the, the butt end of the boxes against the building. And this, Is that, it like pretty loud and busy around? Yeah, it's loud in the sense there's just crazy chattering all around. But other than that, there's there's no work being done. They are just they just live in kind of filth and whatnot. Well, Raylan, you and I move these boxes out of the way. What was that, Boyd? Let me take this Nilhog's nose. Let me eat this. All right. Eat some Nilhog's nose. I want to take a sniff of this hat I'm wearing. Okay. Uh, it smells like sweat. <clears throat> Darrow sweat. It stinks. Um, but you get a good sense of what Droki smells like. Okay. Can I use that for perception on trying to find him? You could, yeah. I, but uh, Grimsby has the thing where he can kind of follow his trail as long as he's been somewhere okay. before. So okay. you can definitely assist on that, though. Uh, give him nice. assist on that. Otherwise, he'd be on the line. And what did you say, Grimsby? You're moving the crates? I was talking to Raylan. Raylan, how about you and I just move these crates then? Yeah, he just starts doing it. Okay. Uh, so you slide it open, and uh, yeah, you can see a fissure split down the middle of this. I called it the building, but you know, like I said before, it's like a cave or a carved alcove in the stone. Um, but you see a fissure that goes down the center of this. Um, structure and you can see on the, the floor the fairs res leaking out and it there's just a, a fissure that's about um looks like it's about 50 feet um it continues down for about 50 feet and then the height of it changes from about 10 feet tall to about five feet tall halfway down and it continues down Raylan just kind of groans and he asks grimsby so he went through here and yeah you can pick up the trail again grimsby through that yeah, it looks like he went through that way, and you, if you're looking the same thing I am, you can tell it's about to get real small. <laughs> Let's get small, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he kind of just like steps aside to let the other folks through that are smaller. Let me know when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be waiting here in the car, kids. Have fun. All right, so everyone's stepping Can in. Can I get five books? Yeah. <laughs> yeah will go. For what? Popcorn? Sherwin, Sherwin heads to it and looks up to Rayla and he says, Small people win again. <laughs> so you uh, can travel forward and <clears throat> the large creatures, you guys have to duck down. But you're, there's enough space width-wise for you to squeeze through. And uh, you make it to the other side and it breaks open into a huge, uh, not a huge cavern, a large cavern. And the ceiling goes again about 50 to uh, about 50 feet tall. And um, I will jump you over to here. Is there like a doorway where it opens up into the cavern? No, it just kind of rock kind of just opens up into a larger space again after you pass through that narrow passage. Okay. And 
I don't know how. I'm gonna see if this. I don't even this works yet though. But uh, can you guys see the spot on the map with the Roland Twin Roland J's token? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you pass through the glow of the Ferris Res casts an, an eerie soft light across the cavern. And different than before, uh, there are the uh, the Ferris Res itself is swirling into spiral patterns, casting dancing shadows from jagged pillars lining the walls. The air smells and tastes slightly metallic, and the sound around you is strangely muted. Even the dripping water you can see coming from the ceilings makes no noise. Uh, and for reference, this map, these squares are 25 feet each. So that's the scale. Um, so what I'm going to do is you'll have this token, and I'll give, um, let's see. It's controlled by all players right now, so any of you guys can move it. But whoever is like on point can move it. And once you guys make your way through the cavern, if you come upon an area that requires description or a different map, I'm going to jump you to that map, and then we'll, we'll do it that way. Probably Grimsby with the tracking in front, right? Yeah. And yeah. because Grims Grimsby is able to follow Droki's trail, I'm going to reveal his trail on the map. So give me a second. You see that red line? Yeah. Use him. That is his trail. He's on the rag. <laughs> this is disgusting. It's his bleeding stump. His feet are bleeding from not having any shit. <laughs> Go from having some real fucking nice shoes to none at all. He's also making like noises as he goes. We need Pink Panther music right now. Okay, so as you reach this section where you're at right now, um, you get the you can see where he took this path here. So there is a uh, <clears throat> you can see a uh, a tall yet narrow crack in the wall, and then on the floor there is these large patches of fungi. Uh, this fungi you guys have never seen before. Uh, you've run into a lot, but uh, this fungi seems like it's infused and it's even leaking portions of the fairs res um, through it. And there are two different colors. There's a blue cap and a red capped one. And uh, you can see, based on the trail from uh, um, <coughs> Droki, that uh, where he may have took one of the, uh, a couple of these, one of each, and ripped them off. You can see the top of the caps missing on a couple mushrooms. And then his trail continues uh, through this narrow crack. And the crack itself, though, is only small enough for a small-sized creature to pass through. Meaning that Droki himself normally wouldn't be able to pass through this crack. Yeah. All right. So let me study these mushrooms. Alice in Wonderland bullshit coming. Okay. So you can give me an investigation check, Boyd, and I'll give you advantage because uh, you're you're the mushroom guy. Muppet no baby shit. No nature, none of that. It's gotta be investigation. Oh, nature's fine too. Yeah, nature. I can do investigation, right? So. <laughs> Get to re-roll that one. Hold on. Oh, so there's a one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You get twenty. All right. So you find you, you take you take a couple of the mushrooms. You sniff at them. Maybe you lick them a bit, and you're able to determine. Within, <laughs> pretty decent estimate of what they do. So one of these is called a bigwig mushroom, and uh, when you eat one, you can choose to make. You can choose to make a DC 12 constitution save. Uh, otherwise, if you fail or forgo making the saving throw, 
you will grow a size. Like the same as the enlarged spell, basically. And the other one, which is called a uh, pygmy wart mushroom, has the opposite effect, where you shrink in size. And I share that information. <laughs> However, you're not really sure how long it would last, though, without actually consuming it first. Are there a bunch of them? Yeah, there's a bunch of them. There's a, definitely enough for everyone. What's there... small and small? Real small. Tiny. <laughs> and what's smaller than tiny? There isn't Minus a size. Minuscule. You just disappear? I guess so, yeah. You you flip into the like void. Like man <laughs> <laughs> Is there enough of the grow bigger ones to get extra? Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Um, can we take one of each? Let me check real quick how many there actually are. Let's see. There are... Yeah, there's probably a lot. There's 1d10 plus 10 of each. 1d10 plus 10. This is for the grow bigs. And this is for the gross smalls. But we can each we can each take a set. Yeah, you can each take a set. I'll just put uh, them in the Sarah and uh, Jim Jim. Let's put them in the notes. Okay. Yeah, let's well, just fucking take all of them. We know, we know that Droki came through this way, so we need to we need to get going. Raylan, yeah. are you are you large size or medium size? Everybody is medium or small. Okay. Well, so if we all take one, we can all get through this. So the small, so who is it? Uh, Boyd and Sherwin can pass through, but unless they get smaller, uh, you're going to be moving through like rough terrain, difficult terrain. But the but Grimsby and Raylan can't get through because they can't get even down to small, right? Uh, no. So small size will get you like rough terrain passing through. Tiny size will get you uh, regular movement speed. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, and then, do, and then, do my does my ranger ability negate the uh, rough terrain, so I can just move normally? Uh, that is like about moving through like dense forest and whatnot, not traveling through like physically constraining space. Uh, so, like in the spirit of what that's for, I'm gonna say that it doesn't help you in this situation. And Raylan <laughs> just looks at Grimsby and is like, "What if it wears off while we're in there?" Maybe I we should. That. Maybe they could go ahead and call back to us if it's safe through on the other side. I'm cool with that. Although, I don't know if they can follow the trail as well as I can. It may. It may have to be a risk I have to take. Can I follow my nose wherever it goes? Yeah, you could do that. Give me a survival roll. Give you a advantage on it. So oh, baby, just like good or terrible rolls today. Hmm. Yeah, you got a good whiff of uh, some droky sweat. Mm. You're hot on the trail. All right, well, Boyd, if you can follow the trail, maybe Rail and I should stay here for now. We'll keep the young ones safe. <laughs> he just thinks they're young. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm only like 18. Young equals small. Oh, I forgot to change this. There we go. They're not small. They're just far away. Okay. Ah, that's what I did wrong. I have this thing set to emit light instead of, like, revealing events. Is this a school for ants? Whatever. Alright, so you guys are passing through, and you're able to navigate through the tunnel to the other side. Um, since now there are immediately splitting the party, I gotta make two tokens. <laughs> so, there's one on each side now. And you're able to pass through the tunnel, no problems. And there's another patch of these mushrooms on the other side as well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you're able to get through no issues so we they, see, uh, they were gonna we report back 
So okay. how long would you say it took to get through? How long? Uh, just um, 25, about 200 feet. So crawling through there, maybe took about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. So I'll run back and tell them, you know, you only got to take that shroom and then come through for 10 minutes and take the other one, get back to normal size or wait for it to wear off. What else did you see? More shrooms. In the interim of him being gone, Donnie's going to be gathering up all the shrooms on that side. Anything about the lake in the middle or anything? <laughs> so big mushrooms, small mushrooms. So on the other side, you find 20 more big mushrooms and 16 more small mushrooms. Uh, yeah, so do you want to approach the water? Check it out. Yeah, I guess. Does it seem normal? Um, yeah, it's um, there's some water flowing from some underground uh, river at some point in the tunnel. You can't really see where it's originating from, but it's kind of bubbling up from the ground. But the water itself uh, is dark, and it's quite foul-smelling. Uh, but otherwise, it seems pretty harmless. Except foul-smelling. Yeah, foul-smelling. So Poison. Mm, maybe. Can I, like, check it? Because it smells weird. Uh, sure. Take a sip. Can you give me, like, investigation? And he says, uh, Grimsby, help me take a look at this. Okay. Yeah, you can get your finger in it and run it on your teeth like uh, cocaine or something, and you can uh, definitely, it definitely feels uh, like this would make you extremely sick if you were to consume it, and probably wouldn't even be healthy to step in it. Raylan uh, spits back mm -hmm. into the water and then takes a swig out of his new water skin and spits that into the water too and says, I guess we're fucking getting small. <laughs> There is a second path um, down the other way, uh, but other than that, there's only these three options, going small, going through the water, or going south. I say we should follow the trail. <sighs> Let's do it. So you eat some mushrooms, and you get smaller. Boop, 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 boop. Actually, I guess it would be boop, 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 boop. And, um, yeah, you're able to crawl through. Very important. Very important. Wrong mushrooms, man. <laughs> yeah. Alright, you make it to the other side, and you're able to re-pick up on his trail. And you guys got a shit ton of mushrooms now. Mushrooms. And Raylan just, like, so he's still at whatever, so, like, what size are they? Medium? Or they become small, so they're, like, three or four feet? Uh, they become, like, so, uh, Sherwin and Boyd would be, like, a foot and a half tall. Because they're originally, but like, three feet tall anyways. Raylan and Grimsby would be, like, Three feet tall, four feet tall. Yeah, right. So, how many mushrooms do I have to subtract? Uh, ones for everybody. One each. Yeah. 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 One and small and eight and one. Yeah. Okay. So you follow Droki's trail to this point right there, and uh, you come across a uh, a dense fungi forest that's blocking your way. Uh, it's tallest specimens growing, um, five feet high. Um, even as you assess the best way to pass through it you can hear a hissing sound start to rise, like the uncounted tiny voices whispering in tongues you don't understand. More of those blue guys? Sounds different than the Zarts. This sounds more like uh, bestial. Can this we- is also tight? Yes, it's tight. Can we like stealthy sneak through? Um, if you are maintaining your uh, small size, uh, you can do so Sherwin and Boy can pass through no penalty uh, to their movement 
but uh, Rail and Ingrims and uh, Donnie, I guess, technically since he's medium creature, um, need to be moving in through like rough terrain, basically. But if you were your normal size, then you would have more trouble. Can I all fours it in a lizard man? You can be on all fours if you want. Sure. Can I take another mushroom? Would that like negate the penalty? Is what I'm saying. Uh, no. This is like density, like uh, the the oh, space okay. between the trees. Yeah. Or this you can add more difficult terrain. Yeah. So this for you would be fine, Grimsby. This is a okay. scenario where this makes sense. You're like navigating through trees or not. Another mushroom. Let's just go slow then. All right. So let me jump maps for you. And here you are. And since you got some NPCs with you, um, by the way, they would have to have taken mushrooms also. Yeah, I subtracted them already. Oh, thank you. And Sarah. All right. Um, so you pass through this uh, dense maze of mushrooms and whatnot. And as you start to pass through, two swarms, what appear to be like centipedes, burst through the uh, forest of mushrooms and they come towards you. And they don't look like they're going to tickle you. Looks like they're going to try to eat you. Hold on sure a second. they're not coming to tickle us? It's kind of cute. <laughs> There's only one way to find out. Take off your shirt. Is this a, is this a beast? This is a beast. Okay, Raylan's gonna bust out the fucking stone speaker crystal and shout at them. Leave us alone. <laughs> no, he's gonna shout. Uh, we're not here to harm you. I echo the same with my uh, beast talking skill. All right, give me a persuasion roll. Who, everyone? Uh, the people the, that are talking. Two of us? The stone, Can yeah, I just the assist ones. his? Sure. That works. 19. Mm. So, uh, via the power of the stone, your ability to speak to it, despite their pretty low intelligence as a swarm, they, uh, they kind of stop in their tracks and uh, they slowly skitter back into the trees. And they're gone. And uh, Raylan just looks over at Grimsby and makes that like, hmm. Hmm. Face. <laughs> like, hmm. It works. I knew I'd be useful someday. And, uh, yeah. Good to have powerful friends. Pass through, no problem. Um, Droki's trail would lead to the northeast, but this path also branches to the south. wonder why they didn't attack him. Attack who? Droki. Who's to say they didn't? Who's to say he didn't stealth through? Who's to say? Where's the blood? Um, Where's the blood? He did have that bag of centipede, dead centipedes and stuff in his sack, satchel. Oh, he pulled a predator where he just rubbed it all over himself. <laughs> yeah. or I guess that's less of a predator, more of a walking dead. Um, so as you get to this point in the dead center, Sarath is going to stop walking. And he is going to... I'm going to say Boyd is able to pick up on this. You can like even like see his rash, like he's like really scratching at it. The rash is on his face, and he is gonna stop, and he's gonna turn to the south, and he's gonna say, "I'm gonna go this way." Where, where do you think you're going, buddy? And uh, you get this weird feeling because his face conflicts with his voice when he says he has this like look of kind of like shock or horror in his face, uh, but he's saying, "I I need to go this way." And he starts to like slowly, gingerly walk. Towards Would the we be able path. to recognize this as like magical influence uh, or something? You can make an insight roll. 
to see. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is so Boyd. You get the sense like he, he's like not really in control of what he's doing. But in terms of yeah, you're not able to determine if this is some more magical influence or not. But Boyd mm. has uh, Boyd picked up on the fact that he's like really scratching at these rashes. Well, everyone can see him scratching at his rashes, I guess actually. Um, but uh, yeah, he is just, just gingerly walking to the south. But his face seems to scream like, "I don't want to go." I kind of want to help him somehow. He's gonna slowly just walk gingerly. He's not running or anything like that. But he's just like slowly moving south. So I'm really just gonna call out Sarath, just his name, because I don't think they share a language. He just turns his head to you as his body keeps walking. Looks over his shoulder at you. Stop it! Oh, if only I had a lesser restoration to use on him. <laughs> hey, you were the one that cast it out of frustration, <laughs> pal. <laughs> as you guys are arguing a bit, he just continues going south. I'm just gonna follow him. Somebody grapple him. So you walk down into this cavern here. Oh no. And this tunnel opens up into a natural cave wherein you see several fungal creatures dancing to a silent tune. Three of them stand about five feet tall, while the others are about half as tall. <clears throat> the small ones remind you of stool. Uh, one of the small ones stands apart from the rest, its movements not nearly as frantic. Uh, hunched nearby are two larger creatures that uh, you would recognize as Quagoth, except they are covered in mushroom growth and yellow mold. And you oh, can see... Boy. Sarah just kind of openly approaches them. And this is, um, the larger ones look like this. They look like just larger versions of stool. And then there's some smaller ones that resemble stool that look like this. And the one that's not nearly as frantic is this guy. He's kind of hanging back. He looks nasty. Look like squidbillies. <laughs> <laughs> it's early cow. And, uh, as you approach, um, one of the uh, larger ones will uh, will come up to you, and he will, and in a non-threatening manner, he approaches you, and immediately poofs, like uh, stool would have. And uh, the rapport spores kind of flow through the air and get into your lungs, and then you can hear his voice in your head, and he says, "Welcome, welcome. You've joined us just in time. Just in time for what, buddy? We are." Celebrating the lady's gift in the form of dance. Gift? Yes, the lady. She has come to us and she has shown our people the way. We are followers of the lady. And uh, as he is mentioning the lady and whatnot, you get the sense that the smaller one that was kind of hanging back, he has this, you get the sense of, of kind of despair or desperation from him. And uh, basically the opposite feelings of what this guy is portraying. But the this rest one? of them are, yeah. But the rest of them are totally like, yes, the lady. Oh, yes. Even the Quagoth are like that. The Quagoth are—they don't project any thoughts at all, as if they're like brain dead. Sarath. Sarath uh, projects similar thoughts now. He is interested in the lady. He wishes to become one with her. And he, Better the, get uh, the large, uh, the large Mycnoid will will uh, again speak to the group, and he will say, um. If you wish, I can partake, I can uh, give you the lady's gift and you can join us. Hey guys, I gotta go. Uh, oh yeah, my bad. Alright guys, good game. Alright, yep, thanks.
I will. I'm off next week, so I'm sure I'll try to throw in a mini session somewhere as long as everyone's available. Or fuck, not even a mini session. <laughs> Might as well just do a regular one. Not working. So, all right, cool guys. Thanks. I'll throw XP and stuff up later. Bonus session. Combo session. You know, one of those old school meat potatoes. Kind of sessions. That makes sense. You've redeemed yourself. Well so done. Balls, like it's the same saying, right? Yes. No. Can I get a cock and ball torture scream from somebody? No. Cock and balls. All right. Balls. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thank you. Uh, uh, I'm sated. All right, guys. See you next Alrighty. time. See All ya. Right.